Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to I Like to Movie Movie. My name is Dan Scully. My name is Garrett Smith. You always come in like an air horn. Oh, it's yeah, I got amazing. it. Yeah. Yeah. All that fun stuff. You got to get everyone pumped up. Yeah. Good morning, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know when you're listening to this, but you're awake. It's Man, I wonder if people do, do listen to this in the morning. I never even I'm thought sure. about that because we record I usually have like, like a breakfast podcast. Yeah, I do too. I, I crunch my cereal but over. But we like we record in the evening, and I feel mm-hmm. like there probably is like an evening tone to the whole thing that like I never thought about people eating breakfast while while trying to take it in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's long form. You can do it whenever you want. Yeah, that's true. I they guess. could start it over breakfast, yeah. pick it up at lunch, finish it at dinner. Or I'm just, just saying, maybe I entirely. need to bring more of a breakfasty flavor to like <laughs> what I'm do doing. Morning over radio. Here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like a boop boomer in the news. Here we are. <laughs> boop boomer in the news. I think that's from Crank Anchors, if I remember correctly. <laughs> okay. I'm just stealing. This yeah. is theft. This is not writing. This is theft. But um, yes, uh, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Yes. Um, I don't even remember what our last episode it was, was. The Blair Brothers. It was the Blair interview. Brothers. Yes. Yeah. So thank you once again to the Blair Brothers for coming in and chatting music and mud with us. And all that, that was one of my favorite episodes we've done. I that got was to really ask cool. Every dumb question I've ever had about scoring a movie. Oh, we yeah. were happy to answer it. Oh yeah, that was very very fun. Yeah. And um, also just a shout out to the Shame Files podcast. Yes. who Recently had their first live episode. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be released, I, but there will be another one coming up soon, and we are probably going to be the guests yes, on it. So. I think like many alive, I like to movie movie. It's been lost to the ages. Yes, yeah, it just happens that yeah. way, but yeah. you know, so shout out to them. And um, also, we are on the cusp of Cinadelphia Film Festival. Yes. is about to start up. Um, they actually just announced that with a screening of Phantom of the Paradise. Yes. Uh, Jessica Harper is in town for another Cinadelphia screening of Suspiria, and we'll yeah. be doing both nights of the Q&A. So that's going to be very, very, very cool. Very excited about uh, this. Greg Sestero is going to be in town for uh, Best, Best Friends, Friends or Fiends or the whatever it is. Volume 1 now, I believe. Uh, and then I also just want to drop one more thing for uh, our uh, our friends out there. Yeah. Um, we often talk about the uh, the South Street Cinema. Of course, I've lost the email now. Oh yeah, South Street um, Cinema. They have uh, a lot of cool stuff coming up. Actually, I'm like kind of excited about some of the schedule that they've been putting out. Uh, like I might go see Leprechaun in Space. Is that what that oh one is called God. tomorrow? Leprechaun Four with, yeah. with Debbie Dunning yeah. of Home Improvement fame. I'm pretty sure they're screening that tomorrow night for St. Patrick's Day. It's perfect for them because that movie is. It's bad. Yeah. But uh, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm probably going to go see it. I feel like that would be a fun St. Patrick's Day excursion. I just, I can't. Oh, you know what it is? It's a Facebook message, not an email. So let me <laughs> just pull it because he asked this. Uh, so uh, they have Retro Friday coming up. Ooh. Um, oh, wait. That's actually tonight. So I can't do this. But um, but either way, you should check out South Street Cinema. There's a lot of cool stuff yeah. there. Um, everything is $5. So it's really, uh, you know, the. Even if you hate what happens, you're gonna have a good time because the popcorn's free. There's cartoons beforehand, and yeah, it's just a good spot. It's so worth following uh, uh, Puff on Twitter. Um, they tend to tweet out their uh, all the screenings they have coming up at the South Street mm-hmm. Cinema because they work with them, and so they're at Philly Unnamed. 
uh, on Twitter, and I think it's worth following them if you're interested in, in getting the uh, South Street Cinema schedule. Agreed. Because um, they are constantly tweeting about it, and I am already going to see like two or three coming up, I think, because nice. there are just cool things They've got they're some doing good now. stuff. Yeah. Puff is really making yeah. an impact, and that's cool. Okay, so, so before yes. we introduce our guest, yes. uh, you can find us on Twitter at I Like Two Movie, Numeric Two, Facebook.com slash I Like Two Movie, Tumblr, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, uh, you know, tweet us, email us, tell us what you want to hear, tell us. Uh, well, well, I don't know, like, give us ideas for subjects for live shows. I want to mm-hmm. do a Nicolas Cage one again, but then after that, like, I want to know. What do you guys want to see? Mm-hmm. Who, who you want oh, to see a live show me, I have a really good game that I came up with at work today that yeah. I'll teach you. Well, here's what I thought. I'll float this out yeah. there if you guys want. I would like to hum the theme songs to movies and then have people guess it. I love it. And that happened because today I was humming a song in my head, and then it occurred to me it was the Police Academy theme. Hell I was yeah. like, how did that make its way into my brain yep. and then move to the forefront today? Yeah. So, you know, stuff like that. That's good. I like so that. So we yeah. can play stuff like that. But, I came um, up with a variation on Cage Match that I think uh, will work for audio, which will be great. All right. I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. I'm into it. Well, we are right now in the middle of a cultural moment. Yes, we are. And it's a cultural moment put forward by the biggest movie, like, fuck ever right now <laughs> yeah. black panther yes and so we have an expert with us <laughs> we have the owner operator of atomic city comics yeah. coming in to school us on all things t'challa yes uh so uh, welcome to the show michael yates hey thanks a lot man i'm really happy to be here you know Dude, dan's, been, dan's been trying to talk me into this and i've been wanting to do it for a while so i'm really looking forward to it i'm um, very excited to have you here i've i've seen the movie now yeah, how many times? Eight, eight times. Eight times? Right I have on. seen it eight times. So it, most it, of the box office is just from your pocket. It is. Is me. <laughs> what really happened is the movie was coming up. As you know, there was just a buzz on it. And oh, yeah. the buzz mm-hmm. just kept getting gooder, better and better, gooder and gooder. <laughs> but it is um, getting gooder. Yeah. And it's so good. <laughs> I just started this dumb thing where, you know, a lot of people that know me know me from the shop because yep. I have been selling comic books on, at Atomic City Comics, 638 South Street. Uh, Please for, plug away as often for, as you want. Oh yeah! Over thirty years, I first started show, uh, selling comics in '87 on South Street. So what I usually tell people is, if you bought a comic book on South Street, you more than likely bought it from me. I definitely bought a lot of comics from you when I was yep. in college. I, I came up with a very, very good way of never really having to grow up. It's been a, <laughs> it's been a wonderful experience. What a luxury! You know, yeah, I'm in my fifties, and yet I still act like an eight-year-old from time to time, and I get paid for it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wonderful! But at the same time, I'm also uh, the one. Of the main things I do at the shop is I am the guy that buys the comics and uh, yeah. I and it's on Wednesdays and stuff and I usually go yes I am I am the uh, I am the ruiner of dreams <laughs> I I am that son of a bitch that you walk into and you know people walk in with mil- you know I have a million dollars and I inform them that they have five yes yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't like doing it yeah um, it's just something that happens yeah you know I really want to tell everybody oh no that's worth a lot right. a lot of money. I had a guy that came in once, and when he walked in the door, he thought he had at least $5,000 worth of books, and after he talked to me, he had five. And I, oh, <laughs> oh my and there's a point where you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really, really sorry about this. Well, uh, just a quick question about that. Like, uh, like what era of comic? Because like, uh, my understanding from knowing some other guys that work shops and stuff is like, people are, will come in with stuff from the 90s and be like, this has got to be worth something by now. And my yeah, understanding it is really gets none of to, it is. It takes about 30 to 40 years. And yeah. one of the problems with the 90s, the real problem with the 90s stuff is since everybody was collecting, yep. everything's pretty much in good condition. Right, and it's it all out there. it gets to the point that you're looking for certain things. Yeah. like, um, And the certain things that you tend to look for, people don't want to give up. 
Yep. So it's, I mean, a lot of the stuff that you bought in the 90s where it says things like special issue collector's item. Okay, yeah. that's, 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 that's your first warning. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's because it has the little holographic square on well, it. Well, it, it means because everybody rocks. bought three because they were told it was going to be yeah. a collector's be item. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, people will come in and they're like, well, I got this and I got these. And I'm like, well, no, they're not that. You know, well, what do you want? Got any early vertigo? <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah. You know, early vertigo, maybe uh, some of the Miracle Man stuff yep. that was coming out of Eclipse. Yeah. And the people that do have that are like, yeah, I, I, I got like the early Sandmans and they're mine. They're, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 That's interesting. Cause that's, I was talking to a guy about that and he was like, yeah, everybody thinks that like we're already to the point where like the 80s and 90s comics are like worth something. And we're yeah. like almost not even, we're like I'm, not close yet I'm, to like where they have I, any I worth. Mean, right now, 70s and like the early 80s stuff yeah. is starting to go up um I, as i tell people you know i'm 55 yeah and the books that i have been looking at that were making money are all the books that i was buying when i was like 10 or 12 right you know i look at things like adventure comics or world's finest and then i weep softly because i go yes and at eight years old after i would read it i would cut the little batman and superman figures out yep. of the yep. cover so they could fly around the house this sunday <laughs> having adventures and you know older me wants to go kid Stop that! <laughs> yeah. when, you, when when time travel's perfected, you can go back and yeah. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, I have so slap many that comic book comic out of your books. childhood well, hands. I'm, I'm going like to try not to slap the comic book out of my childhood hands because then when I get back, I find out that I'm frightened of myself. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, or you it's, come it's, back and it turns a, out you've rejected comics yeah. and your whole life. Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> it's a bad Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just sitting there. You know, uh, I'm sitting in a room going. It was me. Yeah. As I slowly yeah. put the gun in my mouth. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> you come back to the present and your shelves of comic books are just my little ponies and you're like, yep, Oh my god, go. what have I done? And I do love them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is <laughs> Well, I always wanted to do a skit called Time Chump. <laughs> 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 which was which was going to be about this guy trying to get his girlfriend back, and by yeah. the time the whole movie's done, you realize that every single character that he's running past and doing is all him. Oh, okay. it just he keeps going back and yeah. going back, and it's like, oh, what I a jump! I messed it up. Yeah, yeah, I messed it up all by myself. <laughs> uh, have you have you seen Time Crimes? No, I haven't. You should uh, highly recommend. Okay, yep. really good. Yeah. I I guess it's is it is he Portuguese? Oh, Spanish. Great question. It's Spanish. Nacho Vigalondo. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he did that movie Colossal earlier yeah, last year. Yeah. So he's a very like creative filmmaker, and it's always like a little bit off the okay. cuff, but it's like it's very low budget. It stars him. Mm -hmm. uh, he, you know, he plays one of the characters in it, and it's a guy who goes into a time machine that drops you back one hour. And so all it is is just a day that kind of Keeps going. snowballs okay. over that yeah. one hour. But it's real trippy without ever being hard all to follow. Right. And it really exploits the uh the conceit of the time travel mm -hmm. in a way that is not just a gimmick, but is fun in the way that gimmicks okay, are. Okay, yeah, yeah. I highly there was recommend. A and it's very funny. Short where like a guy keeps going back in time. And he's like on his way out on a date, and all these different versions of him keep showing up. It's like, and then we got married. It's like, and his older married self yeah. goes, "Okay, let me tell you how that's really going." <laughs> <laughs> so I have to tell this story yep. though. So we met. Yes. Um, at I forget what kind of convention it, it was. was um, it was a steampunk uh, 
thing. I can't. I'm trying to. I want to call it. There was Wicked a lot Fair. going on. Yeah, there was a lot like of that. Wicked Fair. There, there was, was a lot going punk, on. Yeah. But there was like I, I watched a, a fire. Yeah. Uh, people were doing like fire demonstrations to Flash Gordon theme. Yeah. <laughs> there was also like a BDSM demonstration. Yep. Yes, there was. It was all over the place. But uh, I got this gig because Hannah Harkness, formerly yes. Short Stack, yep. was yep. like, "Hey, I can't do a like mystery science theater style commentary thing. Can you just?" show up and do it for me yeah so of course i did it yeah. and so we were both on the panel yes. together doing the I, I guess it was from the 20s the it 1920s was, it was a, the lost was a, world yeah oh, cool. silent movie and he talks about that and like a week before i had been talking to it about a month or so month or two before and a week before i met dan and a week before it's going down i am on my way to the train and i'm kind of just on my way on the train when i take a walk i try to go over things and as i'm going over stuff in my head and i'm realizing what i have to do in a week i am suddenly going oh wait a minute <laughs> When you do mystery science theater, there's sound. So, like, they say things, you reply to them. You can actually let the movie go for a bit. This is a silent movie. <laughs> this movie isn't going to help in any way, shape, <laughs> or form. I'll tell you what, though. It turned out to be easy. The yeah. crowd yep. was supportive. Yep. And there yep. was, I think, three of us on the panel. There were three of us. So there was really no room of, for dead air. One of the air. things that did help, and I'll give a shout-out to him, Seven Gupta was one oh, of the yeah, guys on Savin was on there. And at one point, Savin tried to sneak out. He yeah. realized it was too hard. He goes, well, I'm not like him going, oh, no, 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 no. You're coming right along with me. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I remember one of the jokes I made because it, being an old movie, it was yeah. not very kind to the treatment of its black characters. No, it yeah. was not. And so that was always <laughs> something we commented on. But I forget what it was but one character had like a man look and yeah. he went it's dick cheney right and that <laughs> that brought down the entire house and then the I, job was easy from I, there on i out. worked on that line <laughs> i worked on that line because i saw it and i went okay i'm the poc well sovin's there too but everybody's going to be looking at me i got i got to come up with something other than to say to this i i gotta have something cute and quick and something you know so yeah, yeah i worked on that line. well that that opened it up because at that point the crowd was warm because i hadn't yep. watched the movie beforehand because this was one of those like last minute yeah. i can't do a gig you're a movie guy sit in for do me. it yeah so i just kind of figured i'd wing it and it was great. That, yeah. that crowd That's a shame. Was I was awesome. I was looking forward to working with Hannah, but uh, Hannah, oh, she's wonderful. I know, but you, we, we, but here we, we are. That, that's how we became friends. Because uh, I so really cool. got along with that, and you're just oh, like, yeah. I was like, dude, thanks so much. You're like, no, this was fun. I just I didn't know what to expect going into that yeah. convention, and I'm looking around. I'm like, man, I am like the most normal looking person here. Thus, I'm the abnormal person here. But everyone was just like super cool. Like yeah. there was just everyone was awesome. It's the idea of which is why I get mad at some of these fanboys from time to time. It's like, dude. You've been there. You know what it's like for people to spit Absolutely. on you. Yeah. Why are you doing the same thing? Yeah. Open the more up your, the merrier. Yeah. That's you always open up the your key. arms and you let them in. Yeah. Okay? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that could be a really good way to move into Black Panther. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think we're at a point where the resistance to Black Panther is not as strong no. as the resistance was to things like Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. um, it made a billion dollars. That, it doesn't have any resistance. There's yeah. like still slap, that dumb slap. campaign though where people were like, oh, we're going we're gonna to ruin the user score on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, anyone gives a Who fuck gives about a fuck? the user score. Seriously. It's like, it's still, oh, it's I've been waiting like so long to see, Rot to see Black Panther, but wait, Rotten Tomatoes says 41%. Yeah. I'm out. I guess I can't yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, the critics have it. It's it's almost at a hundred percent, and I think it's like what's his name, Armand White. Armand White, <laughs> White probably. Like Somebody was it. mad because yeah. there wasn't enough punching. <laughs> there was so Why much punching. Why isn't there more punching? There's so much punching. There was even talking about things, and I don't see enough punching. I'm like, really? 
Yeah. Because I saw a lot of punching. I saw plenty punching. of punching. There was claws yeah. scraping. Yeah. There was flips and kicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that was plus the there was there were there's punches in a prom dress and still yes. looking hot as hell while I punch. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Marvel movies are always better when they're not punching each other. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. that's also like the better parts of the Marvel movies are the ones where they're not punching. Especially lately, since the action in Marvel movies has started it's to kind bland. of got kind of shoddy. Yeah. Although I think that for the most part in Black Panther, I, I that opening scene where he rescued yeah, I didn't like uh, that. where he scooped out Nakia from yep. from um, her undercover gig. Yep. Yeah. That was a little too just it's like it was dark. Lit, it was yeah. too cut. Well, see, to me, that's that's, that's them doing, you know, and, and they don't do it. This is what bat, fighting Batman or fighting the Black Panther oh, yes. really Absolutely. looks like. Yeah. You know, it is not a spotlight on them. Yeah. You are not supposed to know that yeah. fist is coming Still, in your face. It's a weird way to open a movie, though, to just yeah. be like, because to me, you've got to have the hook at the beginning. Now, I'm yeah. already in. I mean, yeah. I'm sold on this. Yeah. I think Ryan Coogler is like the future of movies. Yeah, me too. So, like, I'm in. And uh, but I just I'm a big stickler for I, I like everything. But if there's one thing I don't like, it's action that could be seen better if you just did a little more pre-production. Yeah. And ah, so that but in the movie here, it's minimal. I think it was yeah. there. Yeah. And then in the uh, the train sequence at the end, yeah, got it's a, a little, little wonky, muddy. Yeah. But the whole middle section of the movie is some of the best action that Love the Marvel that Universe has sequence. ever seen. Yeah. Oh, that and, 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 and I, and I understand this. I hear this all the time. And maybe it's because I'm so, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, I understand there's CGI. I understand that sometimes you can see it. I can't understand why people are actually worrying about it. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I do see things where I go, okay, I guess that was kind of animated. Yeah. You but mean to tell same... me that was fake when they were riding that giant rhino? I don't buy it. <laughs> <Yeah. you know? laughs> but at the same time, I'm just like, you know, I'm really... It's like, okay, I can see by a little bit of the shading and stuff yeah. that this is probably animated. Yeah. I still like it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't expect it to be that, but oh, okay, guys, do I really think that the... Dormanje were actually being smacked by rhinos and flying in oh, the air like that, right. and there was somebody. There. No, I know it's animation, but at the same time, when that scene happens, I'm like, damn! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, See, shit. my issue though isn't with the CGI. I I don't have a problem with CGI unless it's employed in a way that doesn't work, and I right. think that's what my issue always comes with, uh, like three seconds of film that have ten cuts. Get out of okay. here with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, or if it's you know, even if it's standard, but the camera shakes so that you don't yeah. see the fact that they didn't plan good choreography. Or even worse, mm-hmm. when the camera shakes and they're hiding what clearly is good choreography. Yes. And okay. it's like, yeah. I grew up on Jackie Chan movies yeah. where clarity well, is key. Yes. Yes. And so I... We're, you know, we're still trying to get our way to Jackie movies. Yes. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. epitome of Jackie movies. I, I remember back in the day, uh, I can't remember what the whatever was his revival in like the 90s oh yeah. rumble in the bronx yeah. and yeah. i went and i went and saw it and i remember i was sitting there with my girlfriend and you know these younger people behind me and the one guy's going no he does them all himself no no way no way no way no no really that's him on that yeah. no yeah. no way i'm like no no that's that's jack yeah, that's, that's him. him why that's why he can't get insurance okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a fucking psycho that's yeah. him yeah and, and and it's the other reason why you know uh, american stunt people are like yeah he may break my leg in this movie, yeah. but I'm going to be in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Because later on, I'm going to go, how'd you break your leg? Working with Jackie Working Chan. Working with Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. Jackie Chan broke it. Yeah. But I, I survived. Yeah. 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 But, but I think that that's really my only... Yeah. Right. That's the only negative thing I have to say about Black Panther is there's about... Two minutes of action that didn't work for me. Yeah. Otherwise, well, I mean, yeah, this is the, the best stuff, of the I Marvel mean, movies some in of some the time. Fights, 
I mean, some of the moves, and I mean, especially in the that's the um the crowning ceremony. Oh yeah, there are a couple so of moves in there that I'm just like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> when he finally had to throw down with, and I can't remember the character. Killmonger. Name, but, uh, Killmonger. Oh, well, yeah. what was did, Eric? What was no, Eric. Yeah, um, Eric Killmonger. Um, yeah. When he when the two of them had to throw down, that was. That's the closest in, in a long time that I've gotten to like balling up on my seat, getting yeah, ready right. to, to. That was exciting. Oh shit. no, he was he 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 had elements of Doctor Doom and the mm, Red yeah. Skull. That entire speech of "This is your king." Yeah, this, oh, I'm just yeah. like, whoa, dude. Yeah, dude, you you you, you you've got that villain that oh. villain monologue rant down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I I could just spend this entire episode talking about Michael B. Jordan. Oh, he please. is so fucking good in this movie. Mm. He's so fucking good in every movie I've seen. Like that dude is like the future of Hollywood. To oh, me. absolutely. Like, he is so fu- like this movie is. Sta- I think this is one of the best casts that Marvel. Oh, it's which incredible. Is crazy yeah. to say because they've got movies with like Robert Downey Jr. and Mark Ruffalo, and you know, like all these great. I but- think this cast benefits from the fact that they're not yet huge faces. I agree. Like, we recognize oh, yeah. them, yep. but I think like the broad movie going audience just sees them as actors that they don't quite recognize yep. by name yet. I think that benefits from it. I agree, but but I do think it's like one of the best casts they've assembled. Oh, without a doubt. And I think Michael B. Jordan is acting circles around every single person in this movie. Oh, it's oh like it is. He pops off the screen in a way that, like, I can't think of other actors I mean, of, like, his generation factor. that, you know. Did you see the post from Baugh on Facebook? Oh, I did, yeah. Uh, a uh, friend of the show, Brian Anthony Wilson, yep. he was a small part in Creed. And so he worked with both Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan. Okay. And he said, he just related the story just saying how proud he is to see that Black Panther is, you know, just really having this huge cultural moment. Yeah. And uh, he said, working with them, he said, I was in this tiny scene in Creed and we spent a day where it was just me, Coogler, and Michael B. Jordan just working it out. Yeah. Just working it, working it, working it. And the level of care, the level of attention, and the level of personality brought to even just the rehearsals, as opposed to just saying, like, all right, you know, set it up, film it, let's get right. it done. Yep. It was, no, let's let's tell this story. Yeah. And reading that, it was like, well, that's why Kugler's so good. That's, yes. He made one movie, which was like a personal movie to yep. him, Fruitvale Fruit Station, Station, which is awesome. And then he went to basically pick up two franchise entries and uh-huh. made two of the best franchise entries in their respective franchise. Agreed. I mean, I love everyone who listens to this I know show. You love Rocky. My love for Rocky yeah. is just unflappable. Yeah. If you set that whole series down in front of me and said, which one do you want to watch right now? It is always going to be Creed. Always going to be Creed. So in that sense, he made the best one. I know. If you gave me the last two years of Marvel MCU movies and said, which one do you want to watch right now? I'd say 80% of the time it's going to be Black, Black Panther. Because I also liked Guardians too. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, he really... He's younger than than any of us in this room. I think so. And he he's is, like what twenty nine? I think he just turned thirty. Okay. And so like the fact that this guy who I almost want to say is un now he's not untested. Yeah. But this guy who just showed up and just knows storytelling craft and filmmaking craft that well yep. that he can blow away two franchises as a noob that is so phenomenal. Yeah. And it also bucks that whole trend of. When a when a Star Wars gives a a job to somebody, they go, "Well, we don't want to give it to this lady, yeah. or or this you know this person who's not white because yeah. they're untested." And yeah. it's like that doesn't hold water anymore because nope. you can hold up Ryan Cooler Coogler and go, "He was untested, yep. and he's the best you've got." Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. so cool. I really think one of the things that really makes this movie do what this movie does is even though it is Black Panther, the fact that. This cast is so good. These characters are so good. You like them so much yeah. that even when T'Challa's not on the screen, mm-hmm. 
it doesn't feel like filler. filler. No. You want to watch it. I mean, I want a uh, Shuri I mean, movie. Hardcore. Well, I was about to say, you, so you, just, you just <laughs> took it out of my mouth. I'm going to say, to me, the MVP in this movie is Shuri. Yeah. And I'm taking my little cousin, I call her my niece, Angie, because yep. when she was a kid and her mom was going through school and stuff like that, she used to stay at our place. Yeah. Mom, I was I was in college, my mom, my dad, and it's like we were like the secondary family to her. And when I saw Shuri, and it goes back to Jackie Chan, oh. one of Angie's favorite cartoons was Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, I remember those. And we yeah. always had to watch it because she was like, I'm the girl. Because I can't remember what her name is. I want to call her Rose. It's not that she's like, I'm remember. this. Uh, you're Jackie and my father. Who's and you're like, grandfather. sweet. He's like, I'm he's like he goes, and, 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 and Uncle Skippy's grandpa. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, I got you, man. Yeah. <laughs> and we would, watch, we would watch it without fail. She loved it. Yeah. She would want to pretend it. And How when I saw, know? she is now like 22, oh, 23. Okay. So she's like right in the age right. that she is. Yeah. And I just watched and I called her up and I said, okay, we're seeing this movie. I'm letting you know right now. I'm T'Challa and you are Shuri. Oh my <laughs> God, are you Shuri? Yeah. And that's what I mean. I mean, Shuri, um, I, I, I'm Okaye, all of them. They yeah. are just so damn good. And yes, I've seen this movie way too many times, and we'll ah, see it no again. Thing. If you love but it. at the same time, I really, I mean this. Every time I've seen it, I've seen something different. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. I, I mean, like the very first thing when I saw it the second time, the major revelation to it to me was when that movie started. I was like, oh shit. This isn't T'Chaka and T'Challa. This is Eric and his dad. Oh, right, yeah. You know, and that's something that you're probably not going to be putting together when you leave the movie. Right. You're not going to go, that's him. And and that, to me, was like, whoa. Yeah. Or the fact that his ex is her tribe's champion. Right, yes. When they're going oh. over all the champions and she's standing there, which later on, when that last film is like, oh, that's why she's kicking your ass so bad. Because <laughs> she ain't playing with those little <laughs> circular boomerangs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I love Afrofuturism Tron Frisbees. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Good I mean, and that, that <laughs> so is the good. thing about it the entire Afrofuturism yeah. future thing. I mean, we've been making jokes at the shop all week, yeah. like, or, or, or for the last few months. Like, one of the. Um, Everybody knows the uh, coming to America meme. It's like we're all getting ready to go to Wakanda, go to Black Panther, and then we did show up looking like that. Yeah. I was I should have wore the shirt and everything that I wore, but you know, trains and everything. But, uh, <laughs> Got I, to watch I, though. That I, is I to watch, so cool. But I I showed up dressed, and friends of mine were like, "Seriously, I'm like, yeah." Serious, yeah. Okay. Well, and then they did that big purple carpet for the oh, premiere, yeah. where uh, they all came out regaled and that like was, that. that was was like, even, and after we saw that, a lot of them was like, "Oh, oh, now I know we have to get dressed." Yeah, oh, absolutely. But, but I mean, that was the stuff. I mean, I'm watching things in this. Um, I, I'm pretty sure, like when you're talking about, uh, you know, Eric. Yeah. The very first time you see him, I suddenly realized, like the third time around, like, oh wait a minute, he's wearing his pants low. Yeah. Oh snap! I mean, it's yeah. just all this stuff we made. Uh, getting back to the joke, we made jokes that's like, oh my god, we never realized it all this time. Earth, wind, and fire were from Wakanda. How did we not see that? <laughs> the albums, oh the God. covers, they've been trying to tell us for generations. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, they probably you know, should have released it in uh, September. Same yeah. thing Same thing with Parliament Funkadelic. It's yep, like they're yep. all from uh, Wakanda. If George Clinton made a cameo, it would have fit. Oh, Lord. oh my God. Oh. Showed up and, the only, yeah. Yeah, you're right. The only person we need more than Stan was George. George yep, yep. should have been in there. <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> oh, Stan's cameo was amazing. Well, Stan's cameo was great. I've only seen it the one time so far. So it's in the the casino, uh-huh. uh, and they're uh, T'Challa and um, uh, Everett. Uh, Everett Ross, uh, mm. uh, Bilbo's character. Oh, and that's the big joke is that both him and. Uh, uh, what's his name? Smeagol are yeah. in it. So they're the uh, Tolkien, Tolkien white guys. White guys. <laughs> yeah. Which is great. Uh, the joke is that they're they're having their little conversation, T'Challa and Everett. The black the black James Bond scene. Yes, yes, yes yeah, yeah. exactly. Which, which is why I love this movie. It's like, oh, you want black James yeah. Bond? We'll give, and and, in, and in, in another 15 minutes, we're going to give you Black Knight Rider. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but Stan shows up and just does a joke about like, oh, you're not you're not going to use these chips. Well, maybe maybe oh, I'll just okay. I'll, I'll yeah, just yeah, take yeah. it for safekeeping. Like uh, you know, yeah, he does. Yeah, and yeah. talking to the cast, that's another one of the things that I love about this movie. Yeah. And that seems a perfect example of yeah. exactly what you were talking about. When he's when they're coming out, and that's the other thing I love about this movie. I mean, in the casino scene, the women are kicking more ass than him. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's almost I like he's like, with any of them. I'm, I'm just going to wait until they're and done. And I love that she pulls her wig off first. Yeah. that's as soon as oh, shit goes down, her first move. Right. Yeah, where she's like, "Why do I got to wear this yeah. right. thing?" This is. You I know, love that. And, that's and, her and first move. It, 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 you know, and takes off her shoe and slaps yeah. the other yeah. guy around. So good. But when they're running up, it's like he's behind us. He'll catch up. Yeah. And and when he comes out and starts running. One of the th- one of the um, shows I was at because uh, now that I've gone enough, there were, there was one show that was um, we saw in the afternoon, yeah. which was basically lots and lots of kids. Oh, okay, which was all phenomenal. Oh, I how bet m- good they were. And when Shuri goes, oh yeah, and jumps into the car, the audience cheered oh, for yeah. her. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, yeah that's so <laughs> she, good. Uh, Ryan, friend of the show, Ryan yeah, Silverstein, yeah. was telling me that in the Black Panther comics, Shuri is posited to be smarter than Tony Stark. Yes. Like, she's brilliant. And I thought one of the incredible things about the movie is I he told me that afterwards, and I right. thought, I've only known Shuri for 90 minutes out of that movie. I believe that 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, like, it's immediately apparent that, of course, she's smarter than Tony Stark. Yeah. Well, and that's f- really good characterization and one of the other to sell things me on I, that without me even knowing. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other things I really like about what the movie does, especially with the idea of making the idea that this is a different kind of country. Yes. This is a different group. They have gone through a different history. Mm-hmm. And it is the idea that everybody's on an even playing field. Yep. And that's really evident when Mbaku comes out and does the challenge to yeah. T'Challa and goes, you know, and you put our technology in the hands of this child. Yeah. And I said to a friend of mine, I said, you know, in any other movie, they would have said girl. Mm. You know, it would have been, and she's a girl. Yeah. Roll your eyes. But in this is like, no, that's got nothing to do with it. Right. You yeah, know, the, the problem is she's too young. Yeah, she's right. And that's what his argument is she's too young and she doesn't care about tradition. Right. Which has been shown. Yeah. And it's like, that's a, you know, and it's used like, so many other reasons to be mad at her, yep. other than the fact that she happens to have breasts. You know? <laughs> and I loved that. I love the fact that all the women yeah. cannot be messed with. Right. You know, you know, Angela Bassett, who, who they didn't use enough, but still, she's you know, great when though. he comes up, she's got her weapon out. Oh, like, yeah. oh no, no, no. Nobody's kidding but around. Even him. when, yeah. um, and I don't remember the character's name, but Daniel yeah. Kaluuya from Get yeah. Out, right. uh, his big moment at the end where it's like, I have to relent. Because this this woman is correct. Oh, dude, the that was in, such a great moment. The look That's... in his face when she's staring at him and he's on top of that that rhino. Every guy in the audience knows that yep. look. <laughs> that is the look when your girlfriend, your wife, and you're just like, um, yeah, it's the look. Um, you know, I have a really good reason for what I'm doing here right now, but 
but I'm a stop. But you're you're looking at me, and you know, okay, I'm going to, and, and all yeah. that entire scene, I'm just half what's beautiful like, about it is, it is in that moment you see the shame in his face. Yes. But when he does like the relent, it's it's not shame. It's you're right, and I'm Acceptance. I'm almost I'm almost honored to 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 give myself up yeah. to your correctness it's, and like that's acceptance. something that i think anyone needs to yeah. swallow and that's a great thing to see on screen that, but I, there is that one point when he pulls out the sword <laughs> he pulls out the sword i'm like why are you pulling that out? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 you really you, you you really want the added 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 insult of her smacking <laughs> yeah. that out of your out of your hand before you even have a chance to get yeah. it up? she's gonna <laughs> knock that phallus directly out of your hand yeah. right and you're gonna feel real shitty yeah. that that to me was like the scene of the movie like mm. there's a ton of really interesting stuff in this movie that I, i'm excited to talk about but i love that moment where he looks at her and recognizes that like he has not actually thought through like what you know uh, and it's strengthened by the fact that she also made a an honorable but wrong decision right and then decided to do the uh, the, well, the see, right I don't, thing I know? don't think it's a wrong decision well, you know I mean, because I mean, basically they're she... asking they're asking her to do a military coup yeah mm-hmm. and she's just like that's not how yeah, this that's, works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I mean, in terms and, of her following with with Killmonger, and that's what I'm talking know, like about. It's, it's honorable because it's the right thing to do it's in terms right of thing. culture. But, but she learns later that she needs to support good as opposed to actually. Just what right, I really you know what think saying? is no, that's her following, for lack of a better thing, their constitution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she's like, I'm yep. standing behind this yep. like this, and when he goes, oh no, the challenge is over. She's like, no, 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 no. That is not how the constitution yeah, yeah, works. Right. The challenge isn't over. Right. Well, I say it's over. Okay, you're no longer going by the constitution. Yeah, 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 you yeah. are a rogue king now. Yep. And now it is now like, I have to turn. Boom. Yeah. yeah. Now, now we I turn again. Turn. Because yeah. okay. once again, she's doing what she said. I serve the throne. Right. Mm-hmm. Not just just who's sitting in it. Yeah. And you've made yourself a false king by by this and decision. Yes. You have now yeah. shown me I need to protect the throne from you. Yep. And that's what they're there for. And yep. that's one of the things that I thought was beautiful. That you know, you see treason. Yeah, you know because she's like that. This is what our rules say. You got to go fight him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't feel like it. You go do it. Then you got to go. Okay. Yeah. You've committed treason. Yep. You are a unworthy king. I am the throne. I am here to protect Wakanda. Boom. Time to get you out. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yep. I'm in. Yeah. Sold. And, and that that still is only seen it the once, so I can't parse <laughs> that know. out. But no, that yeah. to me, I just thought that was, and, and it's one of those things. If she had gone with them, this wouldn't have worked. Yeah, you know it, there would have been problems. Yeah, but because of that, you know, I, but um, but back to that, my favorite scene out of the entire movie, yeah. my real favorite scene. It's, it's a toss up between two, but my favorite scene out of the movie is the first challenge when he beats the the chieftain of the Jabari tribe mm-hmm. and says to him, you know, basically says to him, forget about your ego. Forget about your pride. You are a king of your tribe. You act accordingly. Your people need you. And I'm like, there, there. That's why he's king. Yeah, yeah. That's why he's king. Actually, that's almost why Killmonger can't be king is because whereas he's strong and he's clearly planned it well, he does have ego. Yeah. He's got an ego. Well, the thing about Killmonger is he's a wonderful villain and he's a great villain with everything he touches on because you sit in the audience and you're like, you know, he's got some real Oh, he's properly here. motivated. You know, yeah. that's I been the issue with a lot of Marvel villains in the in the films, at least yeah. until this year. Yeah, I right. thought this year 
um, like Kurt Russell, Michael yep. Keaton, yep. and and uh, Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. are three villains that you know individual mileage will vary on it, but they're well motivated. Mm-hmm. Where even if you don't agree with them, you're like, I know how you got there, and it does oh, make I feel sense. The same well, yeah. I feel, feel the same way about Hela, Hela, oh, yeah. in, in, mm-hmm. in Thor. Yes. You know, yeah. you can follow. You know, when she shows up, you're like, oh. Okay, I understand why she's so mad right now, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's not her fault. You, oh, this is this bad. Yeah, this bad. I get it. It's a, it's the, the line from the dude. Right. You're not wrong. You're just an asshole. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that I mean, that's the thing that is, I, I think makes like Killmonger pop off the screen more than like really any other other villains for me is. It's not that I. It's not just that I understand him. It's like I want what you want too. Yeah. Like I actually do want what dude, you want. Dude. I don't want it. The way that you like, I don't mm-hmm. want to get there the way you want to get there, but I want what you want. Mm-hmm. People cry at his death. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, come on. This yeah. is you know well, the you bad, bad guy. Yeah. And, and you know, and and I was there. That last line hits every it hits everybody in the audience. Like oh, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> what was the last line? That, it's when like, he, I know it's, he chooses he says, to die a free man, right. As opposed but, and, and to he tells it, the story about the slave ships going right. down and the slaves going down oh, with him. Yeah. Because okay, they knew yeah. it was better. It would be is better to accept death than live in captivity. Yeah. And that's another thing about that last scene. To me, that is the last thing, along with the scene before with T'Challa in the afterlife, mm. that lets T'Challa know. We got to change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to change. He ultimately does decide to share with yeah, the world, yes. but it's whereas Killmonger wants to, to share with the world. It's share, but also get a little vengeance. Oh, and I have to put, push this into because I'm really getting tired of it every time I see it on Facebook or hear it. Okay, <laughs> you know, yeah, Black Panther's a good alt right character is movie as long as you you skip the entire last third of the movie. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean There's that last bu- third that takes place on a literal underground railroad? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last, I love that, that last scene where somebody looks around and goes, "Oh, yeah." You, you, you can't not do this. You can't just isolate yourself forever. Right. That's going to cause problems. Right. In fact, the reason, since we isolated ourselves, wh- that's that's the reason I got this problem right yes. now. Yes, yeah. You know? And that is another thing that I, I think that really hits on this movie because it is T'Challa, in a way, going, oh, yeah, there's something I have no idea about. Mm-hmm. You know? You're talking about all this stuff that happened on the outside world, and yeah, maybe we do have to do something about that. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is really the great thing about that, that all through the movie, that argument is going. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to look up who, I'm going to have to look up the uh, ex's name, because I'm getting tired of not remembering what her It is, is funny that the thematics of just about every Marvel movie does boil down to the idea of with great power yes. comes great responsibility. I've been wanting to talk about this. Yeah. I, I, that's, that Go is crazy. the Marvel axiom, right? With yeah. great yeah. power comes great responsibility. That and might be the most important thing for humanity to it, learn, too. Absolutely. You know? And it is the theme of every single Marvel movie. Nakia. Like, that's Nakia, what that's what it is, Nakia. yes. <laughs> Uh, it, when you break every Marvel movie because I don't get her name right <laughs> <laughs> when you think about every Marvel movie you can break it down to that with great power comes great responsibility what I think is so like one of the things that makes Black Panther just like feel so different than the other Marvel movies is that it is very much a Marvel movie it is absolutely about with great power comes great responsibility but through a black lens both of those words mean something different. Mm-hmm. Power and responsibility both mean something different through a black lens than they do through the white lens of the other characters that we've had. Mm-hmm. Like, most of the other superheroes in this universe 
literally trip and fall into having power. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man gets bit by a radioactive spider. He's got power. Tony Stark just has enough money to build himself power. <laughs> he's got the best power of all. Yeah. Cold, hard power. cash. Like, yeah. Actual power. He literally already has power. Black Pan- The whole story of Black Panther built right into his mythology is that you have to choose to have power. You have to give it up in order to get it. He has to be mm. willing to actually, they literally take the power away That's from true, him. Yeah. You have to choose, you have to say, I challenge you. I want the power. I challenge, I want it. You it have to be willing to. took three movies for Tony Stark to learn what he is without his suit. Yes. You know, and they did that. That was act one, removing yeah. his power and saying, What are you as a man? And yeah. then the fact that they go back to it, that he's been being trained for this yes. entire life. Yep. That, you know, not only does he get power, he's king. Mm-hmm. And he owes things. Mm-hmm. That's why there's that scene. We don't need a warrior. Yep. We need a king. Yep. You know, and it is. It is. I mean, and even them being outside of that bubble. That's the other thing that I love is that scene where he does get claw and he's there, mm-hmm. and they have to remind him, "My king, the world is watching." Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. Can't really kill. That's a the great guy. moment. And you can see in his eyes, he's yeah. like, what do you mean? No, no, this guy's got to like, T'Challa, yeah. you got to stop tweeting. Yeah, People yeah, aren't yeah. going to respect you as a leader if <laughs> yeah. you just keep tweeting yeah. bullshit yeah. every fucking day. <laughs> Put your phone down and like just sign a paper or something. Just, <laughs> oh, my God, stop tweeting. <laughs> but, but I mean, I mean, and the lens and everything else. I mean, the thing about this movie, yeah. and, you know, I'll, 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 play, I'll, I'll play the black card and do the whole thing. I mean, <laughs> the, the thing about this movie, and, and, and I mean, I want to take my mother. She's like. 84 yeah. and I'm very into got to get her to see it on the screen yeah. is it's just you know I, I tell tend to tell people you know I, I'm 55 years old I didn't see a character on the movie screens that acted like me and I know people bring up things like you know guess who's coming to dinner and things like that it's like yeah but Sidney Poitier is this 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 you know icon to try to work to the first time I saw a character on a movie screen that acted like me that I identified with and I don't know his name now, too, um, <laughs> was um, the black computer guy in Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Oh, the guy from Walker, Texas Ranger. Uh-huh. <laughs> in, in fact, um, we oh, were talking about my business partner who passed away, Martin King. And yes, that's his name, Martin King. Uh, Martin, Martin, when we first met each other, we... we as geeks will do, we weren't sure we liked each other. <laughs> His name was Theo. Theo, that's Theo. right. Yes. Martin came in from San Diego, and they had they had premiered it. And he came into the shop, and he was like, "Have you seen Die Hard?" I'm like, "No." He goes, "You need to see it because you're in it." <laughs> I'm like, "I am." He goes, "Mike, it's you." And I <laughs> went and I saw that. that movie, and I was like, "Okay, yeah. If I was a bad guy, this is me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and and that's one of the things I want to say. You know, it's like. The great the thing about this movie is usually there's one or two of us. Yep. And then there's always the joke that and will we make it to the end of the credits? <laughs> yeah. Or are we going to die saving all the white people as usual? <laughs> if it's or, a horror or, movie, or like or, or a Stephen long. King movie where we have magical powers, yeah, but yep. for some reason we can't use them on ourselves. <laughs> we can only save That's the white people. I love Stephen King, and no one's ever pointed it out to me, and that is fucking brilliant. <laughs> That's it's just so like, true. Oh, I have seventy powers. What about you? Oh, for Bag some of reason, bones is all for about... some reason they don't work for me. Yes, yes. but maybe for you, white boy. <laughs> I wish that I could give him freedom. I yes. wish I could do that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Even in Shawshank, he's the magical, wise black man yeah. that helps him with, with wise advice that, well, I'm sorry, but I've got life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing oh about this God, movie... tore up my whole... I love, I love Stephen <laughs> King. He's my favorite, and I'm never going to 
be able to read a book again without thinking that. That is so funny. Well, that's that's been Martin and my job for like the past yeah, right. five decades. Yeah. We're we're very good at, at, at pointing things like that out to friends that's of ours. Good, going though, because where I'm coming from, that's not the kind of thing that I know how yeah. to see. Right. You know, it's not the kind of thing that I'm conditioned my, to see. So it's a friend of to ours. Point it out. When we we used to we used to have a comedy troupe and we would write and Martin and I would do you know our jokes and one of the things about was about not making it to the end of a movie. And it was my friend Tim Burke, uh, who who writes really, really great, great stuff. Um, he's got a book out called The Flesh Sutra. Go find it. If you the like body armor, if you like body armor, Tim does great. I, I can't read the I can't, I can't read the book because it I, I need to sleep at night. So. <laughs> Say it again. It's called the Cam um The Flesh Sutra by Tim W. Burke. B-U-R-K-E. Great book. Um when Tim and I were, Tim was working with Martin and I on this, and he thought we were joking. And much like you, he's like driving home that night. He said, and I started going over it in my head. And I was like, oh, my God, they're not joking. Yeah. They don't make it to the credit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. One of my friends after um, uh, Josh Alvarez yep. of Cinepunks, mm-hmm. we were talking after... I believe it was Ant- oh, it was Ant Man because yeah. that was the one yeah. where Falcon showed up for one scene yeah. to right. kind of tie it into everything else. And he said, "What did you think about that?" And I was like, "Well, it's kind of a needless scene, but it's you know it's whatever. It's kind of badass." And he was like, "Well, what do you think of Falcon?" And I was like, "Oh, Falcon's awesome." And he goes, "Yeah, he is awesome, but why is it that he is always placed into a subservient role?" And it occurred to me, I was like, "That's one hundred percent true." And it never, it's not something that I'm able to see yeah. until it's pointed out to me. And Josh is Filipino. Right. And so, you know, it's the kind of thing that would resonate with him more than, you oh, know, yeah. Joe Smith, white guy. <laughs> and so, but it was one of those things where it never occurred to me. And so when something like Black Panther comes around where that doesn't even need to be considered. Yeah. Because this just takes place in 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 this well, world of colored people. Yeah. Well, it's That's really things, cool. One, one of the things about it is... It's all played straight because we either yeah. get very, you know, we, we get our black dramas mm-hmm. where, you know, the families are trying to do things or, you know, because we always have, you know, the white people uplifting the, the black people. Mm. But if we do black people uplifting white people, it's always a comedy. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's magic. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's magic. magic. It's usually <laughs> comedy. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to help you Can't know how to that. deal with jail or, yeah. oh, yeah. Medea's yeah. going to do this. But yeah. you never get a serious get version of a black character helping a white character. Yeah. It right. doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And also That's in true. this movie, you know, it's usually one or two. This movie is that because it's like, oh, look, look how many people I can be on this screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can be the smart guy. I can be the strong guy. Mm-hmm. I can be the older, wise guy. I mean, and that is the thing about there is like, it's not just, oh, I'm going to be Blade. Right. You know, you know, if you're if you're a little girl, you got three characters mm-hmm. you can pick from. Mm-hmm. You know, three different characters are doing stuff. And if you're the brainy girl, damn. You got the you, best character in the movie. You got like the best character in the movie. Yeah. I think it was uh, Kumail Nanjiani had a quote after the Oscars this mm-hmm. year when he was talking about how, you know, just representation, how that matters and all that. And he was like, well, now he's like, white guys will have to learn how to identify with these characters that don't look like them. And it's not hard. I've been doing it my whole life. Well, <laughs> and what's so cool about funny, something like Black funny Panther you bring is that, that up. I don't look like Black Panther. Right. But it's not as hard as the haters make it seem to identify with. Them. No, it's, not at it, all. I could want to be Black Panther as much as anyone else, yeah. and it's 
it's just funny that people are resistant to that. Well, unwilling to realize that my whole life I never even had to consider making that leap because right. they all look like me. But that yeah. happens all the time. I have done lectures on comics at colleges and things. And about two years ago, I went through it. We were t- it was when we were talking about uh, earlier when we were just conversating yeah. about um, diversity in comics mm-hmm. and all these new characters. And I had a guy that it w- in the panel when I was talking, I was doing this thing. He was like, "Well, maybe one of the problems is that you know the people that are the main target audience just can't." Ref- um, relate to these characters and I, I apologized to him before I went on I went okay look I'm going to say something to you and you're not going to like it and it is not directed at you but it's something you brought up and this comes up a lot and I'm going to tell you if I had my eyes closed right now and you asked that question and said that statement I would know that you were a white guy mm-hmm. I know that you were white and male because if you look around this room at the women at the people of color and me I've identified with Superman Sherlock Holmes Mm-hmm. Captain Kirk, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all sorts of pieces. The women in here are identified with these characters. This is no big thing to us. We yeah. do that all the time. And the idea that you're saying, well, maybe we can't relate. It's like everybody else has. Yeah, yeah. it's yep. not hard. You know, it's nearly not that and hard. And honestly, Black Panther makes it easy because it's so fucking well written. Yeah. That yeah. it's like, oh, the characters. And, even, even and it's speaking to universal and I was yes. say, yeah. And even the guys, it's like, I can be the king. Yeah. I can be the bad guy. But a really cool bad oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I can be the guy that's trying to avenge my father, or I can be the king in the mountains who is just like, "Are you done?" Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Even Mbaka if I couldn't so bridge yes. that racial gap, I could totally be Martin Freeman. He was great too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, like, There's plenty Everything. of room. <laughs> you know, the, the they didn't t- under. What's cool is they didn't even underserve the white characters the oh, no. way that black characters are typically underserved. Right. Oh no. So yep. it's like even there. It's still better for you, yeah. As, yeah. I mean, as someone who's not being represented, like you are. Don't worry. About I, it. I I love that. I love the scene when you know at that that big that last big battle. Yep. When uh Shuri and Nakia run out, and it's like, well, you know, you're a pride. You can do it. We have faith in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was yeah, they were so funny. They're great. But that, oh, but even then, even he makes it up. Yeah. Because he gets he gets his scene, man. Mm-hmm. When he's trying, and you know, he's goes like, how much I got? Yeah. Fifty percent. Put me back in. He's yeah. like, All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's on the team yeah, now, it's man. So wild to think that even because. Typically, you know, the the side character is not the white guy, yeah. and we don't give them that good of an arc, that good of no. a thorough characterization. So even now, where the white guy is on the sideline, he still gets a thorough characterization, and there's still jerk-offs that are like, I can't prefer it. It's like, yeah. it's like, even when you're not the center of it, you're still getting a better deal yeah. than the 30 years leading up to this, the deal that other people are getting. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I mean that's but that's it's that's the best the, time to be alive. But I mean that was the cool thing about it. I yeah. mean that's but that was one of the, I mean that was a scene that I just went, you know, I like this. I, I like the whole thing of okay, I found what I do. Shoot them down, genius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well I really it's like, okay, didn't know we were killing people yet. Yeah, just yeah. wanted to check. I'm I'm in your country. Yeah, I don't want to just start <laughs> shooting people down. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lesson we should all learn. <laughs> well, I do like that this movie, and I think Kugler is, that, at least with his last two movies, with this and Creed, I think, and this speaks to the universality of the movie is what I'm getting at, which I think is so cool. It, they are very, for lack of a better word, they're very black movies. They're, yes. they're about 
black characters. They're very much about black struggle in the world at large, right? Yep. Both of those movies are. Oh, and the themes that are universal are tinged with that color. Absolutely. They're, they're, they're leaned into that to make it real, to make Abs- it lived in absolutely. for the people it who do live It feels real. They feel three-dimensional characters. But the thing that I think is so awesome about both of those movies, and it re- I rewatched Creed with my parents last <sighs> week, and they, and they loved, loved it. it. Nice. And the thing that I love so much about Creed is it's the seventh Rocky movie, right? And, yep. and Rocky movies are a thing. It's a formula. It's pretty much the same in all of them. You know, there's variation on it, but it's it's a it's a distinct formula. It's the same in all of them, and they use that exact formula. Oh, there's putting, a montage and everything. Yep, putting yep. black characters in it didn't change the formula. Mm-mm. Didn't change the themes of Rocky. So it never became unrelatable to me, who's had a white Rocky my whole life. You know, like I was still able to relate to it as hard as I relate to those Rocky movies because it turns out. It's a universal story. Mm-hmm. Most stories are pretty relatable and universal. Like if you're a human beating a human being with a beating heart, you have pretty similar stories. Now, they're pretty they're also very distinct in their own ways. And that's actually what allows Black Panther, like for me, to be infinitely more interesting than so many other Marvel oh, movies. Because now I'm getting to see it through a perspective that I well, I don't get ever. You know? Well, they were world building. And right. Like I said before, you know, there are so many different things that I've always wanted to see. Um the the scene getting back to my mother and stuff the scene and it still takes my breath away when i see it and my my, my scene in this movie that is him walking out of the ship and all of wakanda there yeah that in scene of all of them and i just look at this and go look at this the, the, and i know people don't get and they'll go oh come on you're powerful that's like nobody's a slave yep nobody's in jail mm-hmm. this is just this continent and even the music when mm-hmm. they're going, they're all going T'Challa, T'Challa. I, yeah. I'm, I'm just, I am just so into it. And even things that I, what I have to give to Ryan is like things that I at that I I have on my own that I go, oh no, I'm embarrassed by this because white people don't like it, and I mm-hmm. I know people are going is when we saw the character that had the plate in his lip. Mm-hmm. You know, my first thing is. <gasps> No, no, yeah. that's what they always make fun of us, and they say, "Let's." This is why this is the, the, you know all this stuff from like old cartoons. Yeah, 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 flying in my head. I'm thinking, why are you doing? And then my my brain is to go, Michael, we're writing this this time. Yeah, yeah, we're writing this. Yeah. My first thought and, when and, I saw that guy was, and, he must have a difficult time with soup. And then, but he, he you know he's doing it, he's talking, and then later when it's the the council and he is in that sharp yeah, green dude. suit, oh, yeah. I was just like. Oh, my man is styling. Yeah. And he Well, and it's like has, that dude's a person. He's not he a, is a he's person, not just an image. And he also changes the movie mm-hmm. because he is the guy that's going, you know, I don't like that you don't seem you want to talk to us about this. Yeah. Everybody else is going on and it goes that this is an actual what goes. No, what is your name? Oh right. And yeah. Because he answered that, that's why everything changes. And yeah. I was just like, okay. Yeah, everybody's important, you know. I heard I heard an interview with Ryan Coogler where he said like he got to travel to Africa for I don't think for this movie it was for mm. something else he worked on. Mm. He was able to work it out where part of what he got in his contract was to go to Africa for part right. of it, and he had wanted to go to Africa his whole life. He wanted to see, and I, I understand yeah. this is like a thing that a lot of black people go through is like right. wanting to go see the continent that their people are from. Uh, and he said being there was like this incredible experience because he had he was American. He you know he's African American. Mm. Grew up in America, where he's surrounded by people that look like all kinds of people. Is is subjugated by by white people, you know. And so he goes to this place where everyone looks like him. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he was like, 
I forget how you describe it, but he was like, it just, the moment I got there, it was like, I felt like a, I had never felt before. Like, I felt like I belonged. I felt like I was in a place where I didn't have to think twice about everything that I was saying or presenting or, uh, and then he was talking about how, like, then as he spent more time there, he noticed that, like, there's all these things that he and his family and his friends do and they and they've learned to kind of laugh them off together as like ah this is like some weird thing we do and he's like and then it turns out no that's like an african that's like a, something that is has been built into my being this weird little thing that i hide from white people and i, I don't know exactly what he meant cuz he didn't get like yeah. very specific but i i like to think it's like kind of that thing where they're you know they're bouncing yeah. and they're saying t'challa right yeah. that's mm-hmm. this like very like african that white people don't yeah. do that you know it's like this very like african traditional cultural thing uh, that uh, the way he was describing it was like we get laughed at for that, so we hide it. We don't we don't do it in public. That's like something we do with just our family or our friends. And I go to this place where it turns out that's not something we developed in America as a like hidden cultural yeah. thing. It's just your nature. It's literally oh, built yeah. into us. It's it's something mm-hmm. that we've been doing. Like my people have been doing for thousands of years. It's and I didn't know it because be I was disconnected. Hidden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say. Um, oh, one of the things is, and, and now I've realized because just the way we're talking, maybe I need to say this. Oh, by the way, uh, my name is Michael Yates. As I said, started off, I am black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and in um, case you guys don't know, yeah, uh, um, Garrett I and I are white. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I own <laughs> Atomic City Comics. We're the oldest black-owned comic shop in Philadelphia. Yes. We've been around since 2001. Um, but one of the things about this movie, and it was another one of those things where, you know, one of the things about this movie is there's just so many things as being black and watching it on screen that I have just realized I've never seen before. Yeah. And it was hitting me. And one of the things was when they, yes, we started off in the jungle and yeah. where everything was going wrong and he had to f- save those people. And they, they talked about these problems of, you know, it just happened again like last week. Mm-hmm. Another one of those, um, ter- and I know not terrorists, but I can't remember what those guys are in Somalia, uh, kidnapping kidnapping oh. the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the guerrilla fighters the or, guerrilla or whatever, fighters right? kidnapping yeah. the girls. They go through that. But then after that, yep. Because in almost every movie that I ever see about Africa, it's always about it being poor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always about that there's crime. It's yep. always like South Africa and burning. And just this beautiful scene of Africa and farmlands. And yep. it's pretty. And it's beautiful. And I remember watching that going, yeah, Africa's I, fucking huge. And we probably judge it based on right. like 100 square miles. But at the same time, I remember I, th- I just thought to myself, you know, I don't think I've ever seen the continent presented yeah. like this. Yeah. You know, where they're going over and the guys are riding on the horses and waving to them mm-hmm. and the whole thing. And then even that whole, uh, I never get tired of this. Yeah. And they go into Wakanda and it was just like, oh man. Yeah. Oh man, you know. And yes, so now we all walk up to each other and we do the X. Yeah, of <laughs> course. Know? Yeah, which is awesome. And what's yeah. funny about that too is that one of the things that that Wakanda does is masks itself as a third world country, yeah. right? Almost playing into that stereotype oh, yeah. for safety. Yeah, um, I don't that's, quite know what's being said there, but I think that's an interesting. Well, well to me, pull. that last scene, that one of the last scenes when he's in the UN, mm-hmm. that was a sh- to me that was almost a shout back to the original last scene in Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, you I know, thought I had that same thought. Instead of just saying I'm Iron Man, but in, he doesn't say it. Both of the times is him smiling. Yeah. It's like, what do you have to, for us to offer? And it's just like. You have no idea. And that was one of the things I've been arguing with people. They're like, well, you know, they're going to be in trouble because, you know, people are going to attack them. I'm like, you do realize that Wakanda's Krypton. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what's about to happen. Yeah. You're about to find out that Krypton is 15 blocks over in yeah. what you thought were the projects. Yeah. Well, okay. People are worried about Wakanda getting attacked. They're forgetting about the whole of Earth being attacked by Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Whole it's, of Earth's uh, sort of been going down for a couple Thanos, years now. Thanos and everything else, but at the same time, it's like, no, no, no. W- Wakanda, I mean, first of all, they're going to send ships out to take you guys out. And nobody's in them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. They're all sitting. Some. You know. They're all doing Ready Player One on your ass. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that was the thing that I was thinking because people were like, "Well, there was some guy on YouTube uh, does game theory, Matt Pat or something like that." And he's like, "Well, if they sell well, uh, vibranium, like who said they're selling vibranium? Yeah. They didn't say they're selling no. vibranium. They said they're selling tech. Yeah. You know what they're going to sell you? They're going to sell you their equivalent of the disc man. I was okay? going to say, yep. nobody's yep. used it in 20 yep. years in Wakanda, but trust me, when you get your little hands on it, you're going to be like, oh my God, yeah, right. this is so amazing. Oh, I hope that they play that into a joke because yeah. yeah. that would be great to present some tech to Tony Stark and have him, <laughs> of all people, be blown away by it and then have Shuri just be like, that's fucking Lincoln Logs, dude. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well yeah. There, is, there is a meme with, uh, oh, there is a meme with T'Challa and Tony and Tony's in the lab and T'Challa says something like, oh, nice lab. And Tony goes, yeah. yeah. You got anything like this in uh, in Wakanda? And T'Challa's like, yes, in every elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I yeah. And, and that's back. the other thing I love about it. This, because of you know, just the little subtle things they did that they all decided that, um, or at least Chadwick said, we have to have African a- accent. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. can't be talking with English accents. Yep. We have, and because of it, I mean, kids are coming into my shop and they all have. Oh, really? Like, oh, nice. I am looking for a Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the Mbaku cab that everybody is going, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the little kids and everything, but that is one of the things that I've noticed everybody when they mimic lines from these, this movie, they all mimic the accent. Yeah, they do the accent. Yeah. Yep. Don't scare me, colonizer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I love that colonizer. they refer to yeah. white people as colonizer yeah. throughout it. It's, it's so I good. wanted to jump back just because this is something that was said to me that kind of blew my mind in relation to what you were saying about Cougar feeling different in Africa, just yes. looking around. Yeah. Um, one of the things that, that people will do shittily when talking about slavery is they'll be like, mm, well, black people weren't the only slaves and all that. Yeah. And... No, oh well, you know, we got Irish people got through it, so why can't and that kind of thing. And I think it was Chris Rock that pointed out he was like, it doesn't matter if you're Irish, Jewish, whatever, if you just don't say it, yeah, no one will know. Yeah. You're just white. Yeah. You you can't hide what you look like. Yeah. And when what you look like isn't the status quo, then you have this feeling that, that you're almost stained. Yeah. And so even though you shouldn't feel that way, it's it's bred into society. So I imagine that when Cougar goes to Africa, it's suddenly not the oh, I I am the one that that I, I'm I'm highlighted. Yeah. It's more I'm I'm a person. You know, yeah. I'm with a, and I that's something that always stuck with me because you know, I was raised in a conservative family. So it wasn't until I got older that I was able to apply critical thinking and shake away some pretty awful beliefs. And so that was just an argument that I always heard growing up. was like, well, you know, it's everybody's been been oppressed once. Some people got mm-hmm. over it. And it's like, dude, you can hide. Yeah. You know, you can I I can tell you whatever background I am, and as long as it is Germanic, yeah, you'll believe me. Yeah. Because I'm reflecting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like but and so that's something that always stuck in my head and that's the one thing I always think about when people talk about representation in movies is that because I'm not used to it because this is just unfortunately culturally normal to look like me 
to see something like Black Panther or for Kuko to go to Africa, suddenly yeah. it's like, oh, we're we're changing the idea of what normalcy is. Yeah. And really only just redefining it as what is correct. Yeah. You know, normal it's the correct version of normalcy. And you know, that's just always stuck in my head. And that's kind of a bookmark I've always had in there. And I think that's kind of what he was trying to say with his story about going to Africa was like, that's what I wanted to deliver with this movie was to give African-Americans like black people that grow up in America and, and are disconnected from the continent a way to see their continent. The, so like the way I got to see it, mm-hmm. the way I got to experience it, give them a true black continent where they can look at it and see it as aspirational. Mm-hmm. As opposed to something else, because the way, as you said before, oh, yeah. it's like the way we always depict it is in no way aspirational. Oh no, yeah, and I mean, and and that is the thing about the movie that was all of it. It was just like, it's just so good. Yeah. And oh even, yeah. And even when it comes in, you know, and T'Challa's thing, you know, this is all a problem because we hit. Yep. That's why this guy's here. Yep. You know. Um. Even the, the scene, like one of the things that oh yeah, I love I the love idea of like people s- other us. Why are we gonna other ourselves? Yeah. yeah, you know the scene with his father when he takes you know when he when he takes the, the herb and goes to the afterland. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I thought, wow, you know, little dumb things, but still that his apartment's in the afterland. I thought because that because you can see it out of the window, mm-hmm. and the idea of. Oh, so you're in the afterlife too, but you're in prison because mm-hmm. you can't leave this place. But you can look outside and see where you should be. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's more awesome. Reason, more reasons for Eric to be pissed. I know, mm-hmm. and I mean, and that's the thing. You know, he goes about it the wrong way. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, and that is the thing. I mean, you know. You know, he 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 goes full blown vi- um, villain and gets the audience no longer on his side because I know you and everybody else is like, no, no, you don't, don't, don't you kill Shuri? Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. And then later on, he goes, I'm going to bury him right next to the show. It's like, okay, dude, you got to kill him. Yeah, That's yeah, all yeah, there yeah, is yeah, to yeah. it. Yep. In, in fact, once again, with the kids, the showing I saw of all yeah, the kids, yeah. when it was that scene, and I mean, and they give it to her, yeah. you know, Nakia almost takes him out and Shuri. Has those those like repulsors on yeah. him, and she is getting close to kicking his ass. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, rallies at the point when uh, T'Challa's being beat up. The little girls in the front off screen. He's going after your sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Oh, it's so good. That's something that has been thematically linked to a lot of movies these last couple of years is mm-hmm. the idea of repression leading mm-hmm. to rot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, one of the big ones, I think it was last year, or the year before, was The Witch. Yeah. And The Witch was all about if you repress desire that you shouldn't be ashamed of, it can rot. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I think Killmonger represents sort of this like. I get how he got to be where he was because he is a strong man of character and due to his circumstance and due to the society that he lives in does have to repress certain aspects of himself that need to be expressed and it does rot. Mm -hmm. And it gets to the point where he is so filled with vengeance that he will kill a Shuri Mm -hmm. when really it would be much more, you know, uh, conducive to his cause to build a team as opposed to, but at the same time, I also see why he'd be like, I can't trust anybody. It's gotta be me. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like, that's, that's wild, but it is that whole, just like, you know, in, in terms of now when we're talking about inclusivity and representation, the other half of that is expression. Mm-hmm. And when when people, you know, when when homosexuals come out of the closet, it's 
it's a good thing because it's showing you know this this expression that if you hide it down could rot you mm-hmm. know and that's mm-hmm. Uh, back to the Merchant Ivory brand oh, that's yeah. coming oh, yeah. back. There's a character in every Merchant Ivory movie that's a gay man who just decides to just say, fuck it, I'm going to marry a lady and just do that kind of thing. Yeah, right. And it's represented as this rot. Yeah. And so we see this guy who is this young, expressive black man who's put into this awful situation that involves his his father being, being killed, involved just already being in the hood and mm-hmm. being, of course, his repressed expression is going gonna, is gonna to lead to rot. That's... Yeah. That's something that's been thematically tied to as much as with great power comes great responsibility yeah. to all of the Marvel movies as that's well. That's true. Yeah, and it's, I mean, there's another thing about that scene. There's that that bit in Eric that every once in a while you just go, if only you were just that guy all the time. Mm-hmm. That one scene, you know, when he looks at T'Challa and goes, can you believe that? Little kid in Oakland running around believing in fairy tales. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, if you could stay at this level all the time, you could work. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that T'Challa sees that too. Right. Yeah, he where does. He says, like, I don't want to kill you. Join yeah. us. Help us. We can use you. You can yeah. use us. Yep. One more. Let's strengthen numbers. Right. And he just yeah. won't do it. Yeah. But won't at the same it. time, that's but that's staying true. To, that's staying that's true, true to the character. Yep. Um, one of the other things I, I would have been happy yep. if if he did decide to go right and yeah. just became. But it would have been cool if they if they could play him opposite a Bucky, where yeah. it's somebody who clearly has good intentions, but is obviously corrupted by outside forces. But to he's be... going to have to pay for killing Forrest Whitaker oh, and, yeah. and the Dodger. You know, it's so like both of those. Oh, like, dude. Dude, we're gonna have to lock you up for a while with this. But but, but the other Bucky's thing done I some to bring fucked back up to stuff Shuri, too. And another thing about this movie that I really really like is we really don't have damsels in distress. Oh yeah, I mean, I wouldn't fuck with any of these damsels. I mean, <laughs> the badass is at that point is at a bad time. He's yeah. about to kill her, but it's not like she's just been. And even in she it, got you know, while piece. you're while you're watching, you're like, "Come on, come on, baby, what do you got? Yeah. You gotta have something. Yeah. There's yeah. gotta be something up that sleeve and that yeah. little. You got that bracelet. Yeah. I know that bracelet does stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got that brain. You know, she's always got something. You know, so it's just like, okay, I know that, but I'm just like, come on. Yeah, I'm sure she had something for you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was. I mean, that's another thing that is impressive about this movie because without even calling attention to itself. It's got all these like great female characters that are really strong and well-rounded and like three-dimensional yep. and it's just you know we've we've seen a lot of that recently which is good like more representation for right. women on screen two thumbs up but it does uh, a lot of it has felt like overly focused on we're giving you the women that you want and they're yeah, big and strong well, my well, big issue sort of with like message movies it, is that they go message first and then they forget to right. put yeah. a movie behind it whereas black panther like functions as a completely broadly appealing movie and slyly includes yeah. all yeah. of this stuff yep. that it's like if you're not looking for it it's not going to beat you over the head with it yeah right but it's all there and it's real. Like that to me is progress. Yeah, me oh, too. Yeah. When it's a message movie, it's like, okay, cool. I, I could stand to hear some messages. But like if you can give me a movie and just slide that message in, yeah. I'm well, gonna learn. Yeah, well the one of the things I like, I mean, when we, we talked about Shuri, we talked about these characters. I like that you know, as I was saying, and you know, much like I've heard about Ray and all these other characters where people are like, Well, yes. they can do everything. I mean, you mean like every other like, male protagonist yes. we've ever exactly. had? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm perfect. You mean like James Bond? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, <laughs> and people are just like, Well, I'm like, 
I don't get it. You've been swallowing it with everybody else. Yep. Why yep. are you suddenly surprised yeah. that this character can do this? Yeah. It's, it's like this is how you know how much representation matters. It's that as soon as you try and take it away from white men, they get very upset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. that's representation matters so much to people. I mean, this is well, a, I have a always joke, argued that when the in, especially with some of the movies and have gone over and I've had various arguments with people at the shop all the time, and I have said, you know, I swear to God, guys, if the movie isn't laser-focused on you constantly and it moves away for, like, ten seconds, you, you freak you flip out. out. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but, but, but it's not about me. Yeah. You know, I still feel that way, and I know I'll get into a lot of trouble. I still feel that way about the uh, the the dancing scene in the Spider-Man movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because yeah, I'm yeah. just like, okay, I think this is for the chicks right now. You know, Peter's trying to get his shit together, it, trying to yeah, do all this. Yeah. And everybody's like, why is this here? <laughs> okay, dude, the whole movie's for you. This is like five minutes. Let go. Go to the bathroom. Eat some popcorn. Okay? <laughs> I gotta say, I love the dancing scene just because that scene is supposed to show how bad that looks when Tobey Maguire's wearing the, the oh, yeah. venomous image. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. Yeah. It's supposed to be like, oh, Jesus, Peter, what, what, what are you doing? Hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But those are the things that I hear. You know, I heard the same thing about Ray. It's like, oh, she did this, she did yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, guys, you know. She was also in like the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. About, like, let, let's let's talk about some of the crazy things that Luke did. I know. <laughs> okay? Yeah, right? Oh, I know. I mean, he, he has a land spear. People are like, no, he had a thing that was a ship, and here it is. Here's his different thing. He did have this yeah. thing that he flew. I said, okay. Did he have like 20 to 30 guys that have been training for this entire lives trying to shoot him out of the air while he was doing it? Well, uh, but suddenly he can do it now. Well, he's been in training. Oh, yeah. Yeah, training. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. She's All right. also got the force. And do I want a movie where she's not flying a Millennium Falcon? Yeah. Come on. I, yeah. I don't want to watch the boring movie of Ray the, training. I want to watch the movie for kids. The, the, the same thing with Leah. It's like, yeah. well, you, you know. I did not see Mary Poppins. I saw Superman. I didn't either. I I had I, I didn't love that Poppins. scene. But at the I same just thought, time, oh man, like, Leia's not dead. Thank God. God. And people <laughs> are like, well, when did she learn this? I don't know. In the last forty years yeah, since we fuck? haven't seen the yeah. movie. But it could also think... be argued she just learned it now. She just got pushed to a crazy limit, right. And realized that she is that strong. That's like, awesome. Or or my thing is, you really don't think. Luke taught his sister some tricks. Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. oh, you're going to run around with a target on your head? Okay, let me show you a couple of things. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I said, and it's not like she was Superman. It's like after she did it, she yeah. walked in and went, oh, and get me a drink. She gets there and she goes, uh, excuse me, while I fall flat on yeah, my right. face, yeah. almost dead. Yeah. <laughs> I like, just always ask this question Do you want the movie where that didn't happen? Yeah. Didn't think so. But uh, I always make the joke the cleanest. A, a vision of why representation is important is why do you think every movie we release has a scene in China now? Yeah. Because yep. in China, it is very important to them to be represented and they will not show up unless that happens. So yes, a character will go to China for like five minutes because yep. that gets it past the, the screening boards in yeah, China right. require yep. that. But yep. why do they require that? Because they want to be represented. Yeah. Now you can argue whether it's good or bad or whatever it affects on the business, but that's not why I'm here. But it's like, yeah, you, if if I'm gonna buy this product, I do want to be represented. Be represented. But what's great is I don't believe Black Panther went to China. Nope, and, they went to uh, Korea. They went to Korea. Yeah, that's yes. right. But even yeah. so, that's still it's like, you know, it. That just shows the power of Black Panther, where it's like the one where it's like we don't even need to go to China. People are gonna <laughs> yeah, show yeah. the fuck up for this, right? But I mean, and that is that is the thing about the movie. The thing about the movie is. You know, I've seen it a million times. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I've yeah. seen it eight times. People are seeing it again and again. And people are seeing it again and again because 
you know, they just haven't seen this. This and I I'll, know. And I'll be I'll be one of the guys. I mean, I'm gonna say, yeah, I haven't seen it because it's just so great. Yeah. Nobody's downtrodden. Right. Nobody's, you know, even Eric's like, oh no, no, no. No. Because when I, I, I gotta give it to him. As much as he's the bad guy and stuff, that one scene when he goes, Oh no, no, get him in the air, and yeah. that plane flies, I'm just like, Oh shit. Yeah. You know, they are gonna do some damage. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What I kinda like about him too is that and I like the term they used that nobody was downtrodden. Yeah. Because we do get hints that because his dad, you know, was was removed from his life right. early on, that it might have been tough for him. But when we first meet him and he's at the museum, he's sharp, he's yep. put together. He's clearly made something of himself. He's definitely got some kind of money coming in, so I think it's it, we can presume that he works and works hard. Right. And he's he's thoughtful, he's smart, he's done his research, he knows everything about every piece in the museum. And it's like even him, a guy whose character is informed by a presumably downtrodden past, doesn't come across as that. And that's a fine line to walk. Oh, yeah. And that's really cool. I mean, that's that goes to my favorite shot in the movie. My favorite shot is Eric walking into the throne room. Uh, mm-hmm. That up, you know, the world turned upside down. Yeah, and, and and just all of it is just like, wow. I mean, you know, he he knows what he's doing. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Well, that's not where. Yeah, but maybe we should. Yeah, maybe we should. And anyway, I'm the king. Yep. Yeah, you know? yeah, yep. yep. It's good to be the king. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. It's just like, oh yeah, yeah. Somebody's somebody's got to stop this guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, he was drunk on power. Yeah, he, he was. didn't have the great responsibility. I mean, uh, you know, and, and I know I'm going to see it again, but still, I, I, you just, I do. You're because I was planning on seeing it again just mm-hmm. because I, I kind of want to do the last wave before Infinity right? Wars yeah. comes out. But like, I was going to wait a little bit before I saw it again because yeah. it's going to be in the theaters for a little bit. Oh, yeah, I might go tomorrow instead of Wrinkling Time because you're selling I'm, me on it. I'm, I'm to the point of I'm really like, okay, I know Tomb Raider's out, and half of me is like, oh, I really want Tomb Raider to work well, and the other half it me doesn't, is like, you're good, and the other half of me is <laughs> like. <laughs> No, no, come on. Take it for five. Yeah. Take five weeks. You Just will be let very everybody happy. know. Take five weeks in a row yep. so we don't have to listen. You Because know, that's one of the things to me right now. Black Panther is the second shoe drop. Yep. You know, the mm-hmm. first shoe was Wonder Woman. Yep. Black Panther is the second shoe. Agreed. We now no longer have to listen to, well, you know, female-led movies don't, don't make money. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yep. Uh, Black-led, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yep. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And by the way, your black movie doesn't make a billion dollars because only a black audience right. is coming to see oh, it. No. You know? This like, is broadly appealing. Yeah, I mean, it's like, this is the this a is truly the one. A billion in yep. 26 days. Unreal. Not even a month, baby. Yep. <laughs> but I think, too, is that there's... It's not entirely untrue, but there's a stereotype that black cinema is a niche market. Right. And so that's where, like, the Medea movies come in and yep. stuff like that. And so that's something that, of course, you want to preserve that. But the idea that a black movie can mainstream and jump out of that niche yep. seemingly effortlessly, that's the shoe dropping for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Is that a whole bunch of people now that will see a, a black movie advertised that isn't niche that they would normally dismiss as ah, it's probably a niche thing because of Black Panther will go no let's go see this yeah. oh well and, they already are doing that's that a beautiful I mean one thing. of the things exactly, that I, yeah. I noticed in the in, uh, as of the weeks have gone by that I keep going to see this movie <laughs> is it went from just regular stuff to now they are really front loading a lot of black centric films yeah. and family films as in the trailers in front of this. Oh, interesting. Like, this okay. is coming. This yeah. is coming. You know, that's where, you know, the big long trailer for uh Wrinkle in Time starts. Oh up. yeah. Yep. It was all like, hey, 
hey, hey. So, of course, you know, um, I know Wrinkle in Time didn't do as well as they wanted. Oh, did you see what Ava DuVernay said, though? No. There was some ad, because it's so dumb how they do it. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was, you know, it, it was it was playing it up like, oh, you know, Black Panther, like, destroyed Wrinkle in Time at the box. And, like, it's not doing bad at the no. box office. Yeah. But she tweeted something that was like, I couldn't be more honored to be second place in this you know giant what? cultural movement. As, you know, yeah, like, there's, that's, there's that's, nothing wrong with it. It reminds me of a story, awesome. story Mickey Dolan's told about the monkeys, <laughs> about how when they finally got to do their album the way they wanted, they did it, it was headquarters. It came out. It went to number one. Yeah. We're like, we're doing great. And then the next week, Sgt. Pepper came out. <laughs> and we were number two for the rest of the if summer. you're going to be beat yeah. by an and, album, and it's good to said, be beat by Sgt. Pepper. He goes, look, I'm not complaining. I mean, it's Sgt. Pepper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, all I'm saying is, couldn't you guys have waited like one more week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and that's how I feel about Wrinkle in Time right now. I mean, people are saying, well, maybe they shouldn't have taken the, the Christian, Christian themes out of it, which they probably shouldn't have. You know, it didn't have to be that heavy-handed. But, yeah, it's number two to a phenomenon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yep. that's nothing. And I think to sh- it's, it's and a valid part of the phenomenon yeah. because at a time where we're talking about you know whitewashing characters and all that, here is a book that I've never read, but presumably the characters are white yeah. in it. No, well, and I, they are. I, I have to look. I, well, either way, it was changed, no. and that's not no. an issue. Oh, yeah. And that's a great thing that nobody was like, "Well, why they make my Wrinkle in Time a black movie?" Well, there are and a couple of people we pay no attention to them. <laughs> they're not worth listening to. They're yeah, we, 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 we put them in a corner for quiet time, like they're supposed <laughs> yeah. to get. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you've been, that most you've been people eating that a little bit too much sugar again, Tom. <laughs> you know. See it as, oh, I want to see a Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that it's not, I want to go see this movement. It's just, I want to go see this movie because it looks good, and it thus oh, is yeah. a movement. Is and, awesome. And that's what you want to see. And I'm. Okay, could get in trouble. Sorry, people. I'm not trying to diss on your film or diss on your book. Um, Ray Player One's coming out. Yeah. I read the book a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. And while I had a good time with the book, I did feel that way because when H finally shows up, I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh, look, black, gay, and overweight all shoved into one character in the <laughs> last, like, 10 pages of the last, like, last half of the third I book. I wonder how here that's going to play in the movie yeah. or if they're going to do that because that was a reveal that that I smelled it coming from a mile away, but it does feel like one of those like, well, that's nice that you did it. It is a little too little too late. Well, I re- yeah, that's but, how I know. felt too because it's like, we got this, we got this. Like, okay, I know H is black because nobody black has shown up yet. Yeah, But then so, they pop right back into their avatars and finish out the right. book. So it's like, But, but at the same time with, with that movie, um, the main guy, the creator of all this, when I showed him, I was just like, Seriously, he's not Japanese. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Honestly, I mean, when, when you're not going to do Mark Rylance is your little buddy now. Spielberg's used yeah. him as much as he can. But to me, it's like you j- and I can't think of the guy's name. Uh, Hashimura, the guy who basically cre- helped create Nintendo. Oh, uh, oh uh, he's got a great uh, name too. Yeah. yeah, but to me, I was just like, okay, I'm pretty sure he was dead before you started this movie. You don't do a homage to him with that right. character. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, so that was one of those where. I, so I, I mean, I agree that 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 would have been a cool thing to do, but I think in the book because that guy was so influenced by American eighties pop culture, uh-huh. it does fit the story to have him well, be gonna, this old I'm white gonna, guy. I'm going to tease you. You never met uh, Tony Chu. I have not met so, Tony Chu. Well, but well, there was a friend I, of ours. His name was Unho Chu. When I was in in, in high school, Unho. And in his senior year, he saved up enough money so he could be Tony. 
He changed his name Whoa. to Tony Chu. Yeah. And I remember my friend Mike was, don't look out, it's Tony Chu, the man <laughs> Italian-Korean. He's going to pop you. <laughs> and, and even with that, I'm just like, okay, yeah. Like, like, like you don't go to Japan and there's not like big, weird versions of what they think America is. So you can still do the... Influenced oh, yeah. by American culture, but yeah. that was—that's just me. I, I, I well, could be wrong, but that's just—I just, I I just that's, saw it. That's probably where the yeah. author was coming from. But yeah. I also agree, it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah. it's an absolute missed opportunity. Yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I mean, I, I'll admit. Well, I already have my yeah, ticket. This is this is totally. <laughs> oh, no, I want to see it, it too. Yeah. <laughs> this is totally off topic, but I, 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 it took me like a month to, to decide whether or not I liked the book because mm. yeah. I kept going. I've heard very mixed things about. I that like, book. I, I like the idea, but seriously, dude, an entire chapter telling me how to play Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I did it as an audio book, right? Because I, I, I liked it very much. It, it read to me like a Dan Brown novel, but instead mm. of being about you know, like weird art theories. It was just about weird 80s nostalgia. Right. And so it's not high and, literature and, by and to anything. Me, what was really But listening to it probably made it easier because yeah. if I had to look at a paragraph describing Pac-Man, that would suck. Yeah. But having someone read it to me, it's 45 seconds that, well, you know, you're done. Yeah, but I, I mean, well, then, then I'll come clean. I didn't read it. I, I, I audiobooked it, oh, okay. too. Oh, okay. <laughs> same way. But still, at the time, in the car, I'm like, we're still talking about how to play Pac-Man. <laughs> it's not an are, are, are you saying, and, and people are saying to me, you know, like, guys, I, I don't get this because, once again, my age, everything that book talks about, I did. Right. You know, they're talking about Zork. They're talking, yeah. Every time something comes up, I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to do Zork? Yeah. You know, and, and it's just like, okay, I understand that this guy's living it secondhand, but everything in this book is my, you know, Child teens, it's like your child pop teens, culture, right. and yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay. So it's your pop culture being repackaged for people that are and, young now, and I get and that. That's, I know that's I, where it becomes difficult. I, I totally get yeah. that. You know, like like things like having to play the Rush solo and stuff <laughs> like yeah, that. Yeah. But there were just oh, times... in anticipation of the movie, I started listening to all of Rush's discography today because I don't know a lot of Rush. Yeah, so I'm two albums deep. It's I'm, fucking good. I'm okay with Rush. My problem with Rush is I love the music. I hate Getty Lee's voice. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it yeah, is, yeah, it yeah. always makes me feel that the record's being played at the wrong speed. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a big ACDC fan, so yep. it's, it's I'm able to make that concession. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it is a concession. But but I also will feel I also ban I feel the same way about Led Zeppelin. I always am like, Oh yeah, oh, the music's nice. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this guy's gonna start screeching and yeah. mess the whole thing up. <laughs> and also, I I come from the generation that every prom played "Stairway to Heaven." Uh, yeah, That's yeah. All there was to it. Yeah. That's a weird every, prom song. Yeah. Well, it's because it's the long eight, and you know, slow, long and slow, and for and and for years and years, it was always the number one song at the end of the year when mm-hmm. they would pick out the classic rock songs and. Ugh. and I, I like Stairway, but I, I can't imagine proming to that. But then again, I uh, remember, I think most of the years in my high school, the graduation song was always that god-awful Good Riddance Green Day shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Or that uh, High C one. Well, Is that what that was uh, called? As yeah. we go yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, the, the thing I'll tell you for Stairway to Heaven, if you really want to have fun, I, I think it's still around, once again, showing how old I am. Somewhere out there, there is... Uh, uh, Stairway to Heaven with the lyrics of Gilligan's Island. <laughs> and that it fits, and it was it I was it was, a, it was a big deal for a while. But uh, I will look that my, up. Later. My actual favorite "Stairway to Heaven" because I'm really not that into the song. My favorite uh, "Stairway to Heaven" cover is by uh, Good Lord Ten Thousand. Oh man, it's called Dread Zeppelin. 
Okay. Yeah, okay. Reggae Zeppelin cover band. That's dread. Oh, I get yeah. it. That's great. With an Elvis impersonator <laughs> as the lead singer. And you have to hear. I don't remember starting a band. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, sounds yeah. like something that we. You have to hear Elvis go. The lady in the nose, and she's buying a stairway. To that when sounds she amazing. gets there, yeah. she knows. Hear me now. It it is it is a song. It's just like. I I I love this song. I used to play it in the shop all the time. <laughs> yeah. And people would Dread be would be appalled and amazed. They were like, What the hell is this? <laughs> like it's reggae Zeppelin with uh Elvis singing it. Yeah. I think one of my favorite stairway jokes is in Wayne's world mm-hmm. when he picks up a guitar at the guitar store and starts playing and he starts and he goes into the stairway uh, yeah. riff and one of the people working at the store is like, Hey, and points to a sign, and there's a sign on the wall that just says, no stairway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank like, you. Oh, yes. <laughs> so good. Uh, wait, I think I, I think I can bring this right back around. Okay. So what I yes. think is super exciting about what happened last weekend, where uh, Wrinkle in Time didn't quite do the box office, right. maybe if you wanted to, is it meant the number one and number two movie in America were directed by a, a, a black filmmaker? Oh, yeah. A, a and, male and, and female and black the, filmmaker. And, and the, a black and the, filmmaker and the, being handed... A gig that is typically reserved for "quote unquote" established yep. non-people of color filmmakers, yep. and now DC's trying. And Warner Brothers happened on that because they have grabbed that director yes. to do the New Gods. Yes, Ava Wait, DuVernay. Ava DuVernay just Ava got DuVernay. hired to direct New Gods. Yeah, ah, uh, right New on. Gods is like an old. Was it Jack Kirby? It's Jack right? Kirby. It was um, what Jack Kirby went over to DC to do. Yeah, um, it is myth. It yeah. is big. It is grand um i'm pretty i I can never remember because i think it is i think thanos either thanos is built is based on yeah it's gotta be because it was jack so yeah thanos is kind of is (laughs) kind of um, it's um thanos (laughs) thanos is kind of um modeled after dark dark side yeah and another thing i'm going to say and And dark side is from new gods right Right. like that's the first appearance of of dark side speaking of like that another thing i'm going to put out here okay all you deadpool people Mm -hmm. here's what you need to know Mm -hmm. deadpool is not only deathstroke he's ambush bug there was an old character from dc called ambush bug that ran around knew that he was in a comic book and just uh, made Superman's life hell and basically cracked one-liners all the time. And every time I look at Deadpool, I'm like, okay, so you took Deathstroke's abilities and his costume, kind of, yeah, and you stuck Ambush Bug's personality in it. Just like Wolverine is based on uh, Timberwolf from Legion of Superheroes mm-hmm. from DC. Deal with it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. See, that's the one thing, though. I think it's awesome that a filmmaker like Ava DuVernay is getting that. Mm-hmm. But I feel the same way about that as I feel about Ryan Johnson getting a new Star Wars trilogy, where yeah. it's like, okay, you picked the best person for the job. But I would love to see them make original properties. Yeah, I would rather you see... Know, it's, yeah. it's like when, when Edgar Wright got removed from Ant-Man, yeah. it was like, oh, that sucks, because his Ant-Man would have been awesome. Right. But then we got fucking Baby Driver, yep. and I'd rather that. Yep. And as as awesome as it is culturally that Ava DuVernay would get new gods, well, when you watch uh, The 13 or Selma, it's mm-hmm. like, here's a filmmaker with a voice, and of course she will imbue it into a property. So what I hope is that she will take the money from these big projects That's what I was and say. push yeah. forward this this beautiful world where we have inclusive filmmaking, but then also in her off time, 
you know, she'll be able to do what Spielberg did where he was done with Ready Player One and then decided to just shit out the post and just, whoops, made a made a brilliant movie. Yeah. And so I think she is capable of doing yeah. that, and I just hope that she does. And she seems to be energetic and inspired enough to do it. Um, so hopefully that'll that'll be well, the angle that it say. takes. I think, I think that's what you get. I think, you know, you do, or at least I hope a lot of times you like, you do these big, grandiose mm. things. So then you can make deals of, okay, I'm going to do this, mm -hmm. and then I'm going to do something else. I can't wait for Coogler to make I another Fruitvale-style movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how, that's how we got Blazing Saddles. Yeah. Right. You know, we got Blazing Saddles because mm -hmm. Mel had a contract. He made him money. They were really happy about it. He started working on Blazing, and they were like, oh, well, we're not going to, we're not going to, at least from what I've heard, you know, we're not going to push it. You know, we're just going to do it because it's in your contract. And he's mm -hmm. like, oh. Oh, then I'm going to make the movie I fucking want to make. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Rich. True. Hey, you know, goes back to pro. Hey, Rich. You know where all that stuff we said we couldn't do? Yeah, put it back in. And <laughs> yeah, if we yeah. get someone like Duvernay who can get into a position of what I say goes 100. percent Yeah. We're going to get something really special. Yeah. And that's cool. And hopefully that'll open the door for other filmmakers with a voice you don't often hear to be given the opportunity to use their voice untethered. Yeah. Or even in these movies, you can get stuff which you weren't expecting. Because I'm going to tell you, I wasn't expecting Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, mm. yeah. Nor was I expecting what I got on screen. I was mm. like, okay, let's see. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I love those movies. You know, I really do. Well, it's because Marvel realizes that you know they, they play a trick that comics play all the time, which is... Um, Yes, we can do a Batman film, or like you know, you know what? We're going to do a Batman book, but it's going to be Sherlock Holmes story, right? Mm -hmm. Because we can. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do Cap. Uh, we're going to do spy espionage. We're going to yep. do government espionage because we can pull that in. Yeah, you know, oh, man, they pulled that off. Winter Soldier is their Win best movie. Yeah, that is great. That's still my favorite of the MCU stuff. And and that's one of the things I think they're doing. And I mean, right now they're saying you no, know, Ant Man and the Wasp is going to be a rom com, right? Yep. And I'm like, you know what? I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, because. I've seen that in the comics. Mm -hmm. I've seen them pull things off on, okay, we're going to do it this way, yep. but we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. Or we're going to play this up, and this is basically going to be this movie you've seen, but we're going to play it like that. I mean, they did um, Rocket Rocket Raccoon and basically did uh, like a James Elmore, or um, no, no, uh, like a... Elmore Leonard? Elmore Leonard. Or James Elmore, Elroy. Yeah, uh, uh, Parker kind of thing. Okay. But they they did that with Richard Stark. Ah, man. Anyway, a series of books named Parker. Oh, oh, yeah. Parker was the one that was made into a Jason Statham movie. That's right. correct. Well, okay. actually, which other... that movie's actually kind of okay. Yeah, but it, it's got nothing to do with that book. Okay. Oh, well, either but, way, that movie's kind but, of okay. Um, <laughs> par a Parker film that you've seen is um, Payback with um. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you've seen Parker movies. Um. Uh, uh, gross point, not gross point. Um, gross point blank, not gross point blank. I'm, I'm, I'm going drawing a blank. Uh, a gross the point movie blank? The Simpsons make fun of, and you're going to make fun of me that I can't remember the title with Sideshow Bob. It's um, oh, um, Cape Fear, yes, yeah. Cape Fear is another book, another movie based on a Parker book. Really, what huh. happens is the guy who wrote Parker, Richard, uh, I can't think of Richard's last name, I've Richard with an S. Um, <laughs> He would let them use the plots, but he would never let them use the name of the, the character. Name Parker. So, and the problem was, then they finally got the rights to do Parker, and they changed what was basically old 50s, 60s style, like what you saw from Payback. Yeah. John McDonald. John D. McDonald wrote okay, the yep. Executioners, which is what came No, no, that's not on. him. That's not, it's, par uh, look up, I'm trying to think, look up Parker Slayground. 
and it should tell you the guy's name. Parker, what's Slayground? S L A Y G R O. Like playground. I yeah. get it. But I, you know. And I got to get out of this page where I saved okay. the flesh suit. Or even, or even things like uh, Parker Darren Cook, because Darren Cook did the uh, drawings for it. Is he it did Parker oh, really? Slaybaugh? Uh, what's the name of Oh, the no, that's, that's a Broadway actor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to do it for him. So we're gonna, Richard we're gonna, Stark. Yes, Richard Stark. Boom. But, um, you got it. They did a Rocket comic that is basically doing a Richard Stark Interesting. Novel. And these are the things you can do with comics. Yeah. It's one of the things that I push on comics. Um, you can't. You can probably get it um, digital. You can pick it up from me in a trade with a whole bunch of others. But one of the best Black Panther stories out there, one of the best story arcs, Reginald Hudlin doing, and I know a lot of people don't like Reginald Hudlin's stuff, but he did an arc called Bad Mother. Okay. Which is the black exploitation film that Marvel will never be able to film. Oh my God. It I love black exploitation movies. It starts I want off it. With tying in into Luke Cage. Uh-huh. They tie in that while Luke was in jail, they were just finding out about Wakanda. Okay. And he had pictures and articles of T'Challa all over his jail cell to remind him not to let them get to him. Because if this guy can do it, I can do it in my, my, my place. Yeah. He's out. He's protected. He's doing bodyguard from some rapper. T'Challa's at a club. The rapper, you know, gets into T'Challa's face. Luke has to do his job and get in the middle of it. But the minute they're out, he's like, I'm done. I'm all, I quit. You know, that guy in there, I always wanted to meet, and you just made me embarrass myself in front of him <laughs> because incredible. I had to work for you. So he goes back to his place, and T'Challa shows up. Yeah. T'Challa's like, I saw what you were doing. I want you to work with me. Uh. And Luke's like, I've only been waiting for it my entire life. <laughs> Would I? And like, yeah, so, and at the very last page, it's the two of them going, well, you know, it's going to be rough. You know, I, I have to talk to you about something. And the last page is the two of them in Luke's apartment from the outside, and there's like a dozen ninjas oh. about to jump in. And from there, the Falcon comes in. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the black Captain Marvel that they call Photon is it? It's oh like yeah, yep. every black character blade blades in there, yeah. and in the middle of it, in the middle of it, some motherfuckers it, always it trying goes, to escape uphill. It goes kung fu because Fu Manchu and Shan Chi show up. <laughs> yes, and the whole book is just like, oh my! And, I and then Booker T it. from the WWF yeah. rolls through. I used to push it. Everybody goes this. That sounds this. amazing. Yeah. that sounds really amazing. What's you, it titled again? It's called Bad Mother. M U T H A. Now the like I said, the problem is, it's not like collected itself, on its own. The book itself has gone out of print. Yeah, you can go online. You can get comics. Uh, downloaded comics of I think that one storyline by story itself. Arc. Yeah. But if you come into the shop, you probably have to buy um, a book. Uh, I think volume one of Reginald Hudlin's Black Panther. Okay, which has I think like the first three or the first two trades together. Okay, so you get one trade in the story, but Bad Mother is the story. That's so cool. You know, he's trying to t- see if it's on Comics Alley. I mean, at, and, and at one point, T'Challa's talking to um, Photon, who was Captain Marvel, yeah. and basically she had the ability to control light waves, turn herself into energy, and he's like, why are you doing what you're doing? Why aren't you, like, expanding on this, on the sword waves? And she goes, well, I goes, stop acting like a superhero when you are a god. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> so good. Like you're weird, like, going, yeah. Is this it? Yes, that is. 
The that digital comic is only five dollars. Go oh. for it. So I, okay. something tells me I Dan know, already. I know bought I it. sell comics and I shouldn't be doing this, but no, go for it. Go for yeah. it. Buy that book. Buy that yeah. book. I prefer to have paper comics when yep. I can, but also I, I like the way it reads on my yep. iPad, so I go up and down. But oh, yeah. yep. I will be watching, reading but, some of that um, later. But today. it's, <laughs> it's I mean, it, it's, <laughs> I knew, a, I knew it's five dollars. Yep. I had to do it. And at the same time that he's explaining all that, he's like, You are a god. There are two older black gentlemen that are on the street watching this and they're like, Man. Man, that boy is smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I always wanted to see? I, I pitched this after Age of Ultron came mm-hmm. out. A movie that I would have liked to see. This is when the Hulk uh, yeah. went off and nobody knew where he was. Yeah, right. right. I would love to have a movie where Black Widow goes to retrieve him mm-hmm. and tries to bring him back. And it would just be like a Romancing the Stone style adventure yeah. where they're falling in love, they're having a honeymoon kind of thing, but it's an adventure and the whole time they're just trying so hard to make sure he doesn't turn into the Hulk. Oh yeah. yeah. And hey. Because that's the thing that made, uh, that's that's the tough thing about the Hulk is oh, that yeah. of course we want to see him turn into the Hulk, Yes. but where Ruffalo did a, you know, the writing of the, the current yeah. iteration of the Hulk is that we we don't want him to turn into the Hulk because that's... Not necessarily a good thing, right? Yeah. So I think that would be great to do a romantic comedy oh, yeah. adventure, and of course, well, they got that. That's that's why that one line in Avengers works. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. can you do it? Oh, you don't understand, Kev. That's a secret. I'm, I'm always, always a secret. secret. <laughs> yeah. But I would and love his to face see that changes just before, just like, oh, <laughs> I think oh, that's once a problem. We get through, <laughs> yeah. Once we get through Infinity Wars, yeah. and with the influence of things like Black Panther, I wonder if Marvel in in a just in a bid to kind of extend their ticket. Because I, I always feel like I'm about to run out of steam and enjoying right. these things. Mm-hmm. And then each new one that comes out, I end up loving it. And it's, you know, it's whatever. But the seams do start to show after a while. Yeah. And, and they distinctly don't in, in Black no, Panther yeah, as they, much yeah. as some of the, the more recent stuff did. Right. Uh, and actually, I think the last three, I that Guardians year and, was and really good. Spider-Man were yeah. all really strong. But I think once we get through Infinity Wars, when everything's on the plate, and we kind of have to do, I don't want to say a hard reset, I would love to see them try and invoke other film styles, such as a black exploitation uh, movie. That would be amazing. Such as a karate movie, such as a rom com. Why not? You know, yeah. that would be cool. So well, I hope got, that's where they well, go. They've got more than enough characters. I mean, one of the things and that they comes got up all, in the, all the money in the in, in the world. shop that comes up a lot is people are always arguing about. Oh, they killed a character. Oh, they killed off the villain. Nobody's dead. Why do they kill? Well, to me, I'm like, fine. Do you know how many villains they have? Yeah. Can, can we not? actually turn in turn the movies into something where you have to watch five films before you can understand yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't have any problems. I said, you know, I think the villains that shouldn't die have to be like the top tier. Yeah. I don't expect, mm-hmm. you know, Doctor Doom. Right. The Red Skull. Right. You know, uh Kang the Time Trap. Those are the yeah. characters I expect not to die. Yeah. But and you know they actually it's like the quite wrecking kill crew. Red Skull. Yeah. It's like the wrecking crew, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it looks like Red Skulls. All, all person. That's, that's true, and they, like, burned through Baron Zemo. Yeah. They burned through him for Civil War, and that's fine. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, you fine. can do all sorts of stuff, but I think I don't have any problems with the villains going away, you no. know? And even with Claw, it's like, well, you know, it's superheroes. They still have that Claw. You never know what the hell he might have yeah. done there. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody know? is ever dead, Yeah, yeah. and nobody is ever. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yep. So, it's beautiful. But, but, you know, people get mad. They're like, I can't believe that, you know, I wanted to see him again. And I was the one that goes, no, you didn't. 
Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because 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 do you want to see him might. again, or do you like him where he is now? And then when they bring him back the next time, you go, "Oh, well, that sucked." Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. understand why they put him in. That's why they should have kept him dead. Well, that's the big <laughs> thing that we're always fighting in nerd culture: is we want everything to be new and different, and nothing different at all has to be exactly the way I want it. Yeah, and yeah. the same as it always was. Don't, and don't, it's like, don't ever get me on my uh, my my Batman versus Superman rant, where I where I start off by explaining that uh, Batman versus Superman is a passion play. It's uh, what do you Easter, mean? It's an Easter film. It is an oh. Easter resurrection film. I well, the one thing that I because I I actually kind of like that movie. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, mostly because I mean, when people are like, Batman doesn't kill people. Okay, whatever. I don't. I really yeah. don't care. Right. I do not care. Just whatever. I have no. There's no. It's not precious to me. Right. Yeah. But what I like about that movie is that, and to borrow a quote from Ryan Silverstein again, yeah. he said that was a movie that for the first time in a long time was just superheroes as myth. Yeah. It was it was all about superheroes as myth. And that's not something that in the Marvel canon it's more about the whole idea and, of being an outsider and, and finding strength in that. And so this is superheroes as myth. Might not be to your yeah. taste, but it's it's I a, agree it's with a you. valiant that's, effort. That's what I feel about that movie. I'm not saying that it's the greatest movie in the oh, world. It's not the greatest else. movie. But while I was watching it and it was Easter weekend, yeah. I was watching it and I suddenly got this is the passion play. Right. I mean it does literally He's end with him. Die. Yep. Yeah. And yep. and I'm sitting there going, Okay. I don't think this is what anybody in this audience is expecting, but okay. <laughs> I kind of like that. I mean, you know, if you're going <laughs> to... I always say, at least with Zack Snyder, he... He he shoots for the moon and usually ends up just hey, crashing into the sun. That, but I'd rather watch that. <laughs> yeah. That that uh that that Superman that they had in there that everybody yelled about and went, Oh, it's not Superman. It's like that's the Superman you guys have been asking for over the last twenty years. Yeah, yeah. Well, well this is dark where I come Superman, in and say, dark Superman who would kill people and yeah. all this other stuff and people are afraid of him. It's and not once the best superhero it, go, movie ever made. But Man of Steel is my favorite superhero mm-hmm. movie ever made. I love that movie. But that's I me. will have to take a look. I have not seen Man of Steel. And I okay. admit I did not see Man of Steel because when I saw Pa Kent tell Clark that he should let a kid die, yeah. I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what that was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, though, about this. Because uh, I don't, once again, yeah. I have no preciousness towards Pa Kent. Yeah. But what I loved about that was in the movie, it makes it very clear that, like, he, he's not right. He's, yep. he's, he's wrong. And well, people are wrong sometimes. I guess it gets now. Down granted, to, though, I could see why that would yeah. piss people well, off, but I could give a shit. It gets down to uh, once again dumb things. Martin and I always said that in the future there should be like a 100 mile tall uh, gold and platinum statue of Mon Pa Kent in Metropolis with the sinual excision <laughs> they raised him right. <laughs> yeah, because right. we went. Come on, we're talking about Kansas. We're talking yeah. about flatlands, and fortunately, we got the progressive couple that found. Yeah, them. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. In, to, in the current DC universe, the one thing that bugs me about Ma and Pa Kent is that they're constantly giving mixed signals. And uh, yeah. but at the same time, you know, that's but one that of the was, hardest things I ever had to learn was that my parents were imperfect, and oh, that happens, yes. you know. And so, of course, Martin, individual Martin mileage and, may vary yeah. in terms of how true it is to the comic. But I just, I think that I, I think Spider Man Two and Batman Returns are the best oh, yeah. superhero movies. But my favorite's Man of Steel because it just moves me. I don't know okay, what it is. It just you. moves me. I mean, we used it to really make, does. Once again, you know, dumb, dumb aside, Martin and I used to do when we were bored in the shop. Martin had an entire story based on Superman not being piped. Mom, Pa Kent called. Quiet. I think he can hear us. <laughs> he basically wrote Hillbilly Baby Superman. He's <laughs> like, what you doing to Ma? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just 
Gonna use my hot eyes on you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, got any openings here at this newspaper? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Honestly, that's something that bugs me about all Superman literature is uh-huh. that he should have a southern accent. Yeah. He absolutely well, should. Well, see, they gave Come him, on, they Lois. Gave him, they gave a reason for that. And, oh, yeah? Uh, and he, well, remember, he, for a while, he was a news, he was a, um, he was a television reporter. Okay. They did that in the 80s. They went from newspaper to television reporter. Yeah. And, and he know, was that, a child in, in Kansas, right? Yeah, but you know, we got lots of people that are that are from from things and if you're going to do stuff. I know. just want to see Superman yeah. pulling out his Hey y'all. Hey y'all. <laughs> hey y'all I, from Krypton. But, uh, well, yeah, I got was, these laser that, eyes. Yeah. I'm watching. That, that was one uh, said, you know, he goes, "Picture this. You're a bachelor farmer and you live near the Kents." <laughs> Weird shit's going on there all the time, but you know you don't pay attention. That's that's them. You, you're near here, and then one night you're lying in bed. You wake up, and there's this glowing baby standing in front of you <laughs> with red eyes, going, "I broke my opa. <laughs> you my new pa now." <laughs> I broke my old pa. <laughs> that's right. Well, I've done and broken that old pal, like, but you gonna be okay, my new pal. Okay, boy, we're I've been gonna working play. on this mustache. All right, boy, we're gonna play. We're gonna play patty cake and no hit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and now you put no hit. Yeah. <laughs> put him where no hit, boy. <laughs> but oh, yeah, Mar- Martin basically turned Baby Superman into this horror film. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch that movie. It's basically the It's Alive trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. Oh, oh man, my hot eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we are starting to approach the two hour mark. I, I was about to say, we've been going on. Yeah, and on. Well, I told you what guys that if you, if you let me, I will oh, talk to No, that's why I want you here. Yeah, we'd let you go like, for two more hours yeah. if you wanted to, but I, I assume we should, you know, get, get to wrapping her up. Let's, well, let's wrap final, up some stuff about some Black final Panther, Black Panther um, thoughts, things that we didn't get to yet. Or One of the things I really. Um, okay, here's, here's like apocryphal stuff I know about Black Panther. Yeah. Um, I'm not always sure that he's the first black superhero. Yeah, I gotta look into it because I I was I meant to look up things like you know when does Black Manta show up? Yeah, but I'm sure. But but one of the things that people don't realize is you know I'm sure he's the first mainstream guy. Right. But out of all the comics, you know there used to be things like all Negro comics, yeah. all sorts of stuff like that. Um, one of the stories, and I'm really trying to research this. I've always heard this is uh, both DC and Marvel had to do this that. You know, and this puts into perspective what these characters are like. Back in the '60s, when this character came in, one of the main reasons that Black Panther has a full face mask is because there was a distributor or somebody you know with newsstand distribution in the South that wouldn't take magazines or comics that featured black people on the cover. So both DC and Marvel got around that, standing by. Putting introducing the character in a full face mask. Yep. All the times you see him, it's very. It takes a while before they put him on the cover, and you find out that he's black. DC also had a character in a book called Secret Six, mm-hmm. uh, who were being um, that you've seen. But the original idea was kind of this uh, Mission Impossible type group of of people put together to do these things, and they had this mysterious leader called Mockingbird okay. that you never saw, and he was black. Yeah, but that's one of the things I I remember that I I like I said I I've, I've heard this for years. Yeah, and that was the reason they did that. That was the reason they gave him a full face mask. And that's also, crazy. The other thing is yes, the Black Panthers and the black character have nothing to do with each other. Right. Jack came up with the idea. The Black Panthers were somewhere. They came up like six months later. Nobody knew what what anybody else was doing. Yep. It just happened for a while. They tried to back away from it. 
they were going to call him either the Coal Tiger or the Coal Panther. Mm, and then for a while, Panther. he was just the Panther. Mm-hmm. And then they just stopped that nonsense and yeah. made him Black Panther. Uh, another thing that happened is the reason he started to get a series is because at the time, Marvel was doing a book called Jungle Action. And Whoa. Jungle Action basically had Sheena, mm-hmm. the She-Tiger or whatever. But they were basically Tarzan movies. Yep. They were both like there was, um, I don't know if the Kazar was in it or another character, but basically we basically had Tarzan. We had you yep. know white blonde girl and blonde guy running around in Africa taking care of all this stuff. And one of the writers was just like, Dude, that's one racist book we're putting out. <laughs> and, and Stan was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's he was how like, Excelsior, true yep. believer. You're <laughs> correct. And when you're right, you're right. That's right. And that's <laughs> why Black Panther ended up taking over jungle action. Whoa, interesting. Yeah. So that it was a black hero in so Africa. So they were just like, let's, 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 let's stop this. Yeah. And you know, those those are things, those are like the different things I know about the characters. Yeah. Um, I always loved the book, and I remember it all. It made a big impression on me as a little kid when I was reading it. Because when, I mean, the way the book, the the uh, entrance to um he uh, the Black Panther set up is basically the spaceship shows up at the Fantastic Four the, at the Baxter Building, and it's from Wakanda, and it's got this invitation, and it's this cool ship, and you know, come here and you can keep it, and we'll show you things. And Reed's like, oh wow, this is really cool. Let's do this. And they get there, and basically he proceeds to take out the Fantastic Four one by one. Oh, that's awesome. By himself. He almost gets there except Wyatt Wingfoot. No, though we get good, we still have problems. <laughs> uh, the, the the Native American character in the Fantastic yep. Four who's running around, he is not ready for Wyatt. Wyatt comes along and he's the X Factor. And because of Wyatt, he fails. Yeah. You know, he's they're able to get out, but he's just like, well, Claw's coming, and he did this to my parents, and and this is why I had to do this, because if I can take you guys, I can take anybody. Yeah. And one of the things I remember that really struck me when I was a kid, the one point Reed is looking at the tech in Wakanda, and he's like, uh, this is beyond my understanding. Oh. And I'm like, and wait, 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 this stuff is so cool read richards can't figure it <laughs> yeah. out oh my god i love this character i love these people i love yeah. this guy i mean some of the stuff that i saw in the movie reminded me of and and this was something that i was really excited about um back in the old days back in like the 90s if anybody remembers for a while uh there was a storyline where tony stark got killed and they had to get another tony so we had teenage tony stark for a while interesting you know, Stark. Teenage Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark from another timeline. Tony Stark. Our timeline, Tony had died, and they also had made him a traitor to the Avengers and all sorts of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. They, 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 they erased that after a while. But, <laughs> yeah. but one of the things was, at one point, Tony has to go to the Wakandan embassy. And when he knocks on the door, it's not the door Maja, but it's two guys. But they've got the spears. Yeah. They've got the dress. But at the same time, they have, like, a uh, patch of a thing, and there's like readouts going mm-hmm. down the patch with with the, uh, the the African mask, and the the spears are obviously like tech spears, yeah, like yeah, power yeah. running up and down. And I remember I saw that page, I was just like, "Where's that Wakanda? Yeah, <laughs> I want to read about that Wakanda." And that's kind of how I felt at the movies from yeah. time to time. I'm like, "Okay, you're doing it. Yep. You're doing it." Like especially some of the you know, here's my. My thing that I use—that's that my my circular boomerang right. that just looks like metal. But when I pick it up, then that energy, you know, that that uh, curvy dot energy, yeah. and that was the other thing. 
They got Kirby dots. They got dots the Kirby stuff, man. They got Kirby dots in the way that energy flowed. Yep. When I was looking, I'm like, oh my God, Kirby dots. Yep. They pulled it off. Yep. But that was one They've of the They've been things. pushing more that direction with like the general design of they, the they did Marvel that with, Cinematic with Thor Universe. Too. Like, yeah. Well, it's because now they admit that Jack exists. It, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. They hadn't done it in the movies. So they, yeah. you know, they, and now that they finally have said, you know, Stanley and Jack Kirby, like it should say, yeah. now they can start using the design stuff because yeah. I'm sure they were frightened to. Yeah, you know, it's like, right. you yeah. know, we're still having arguments with these people if we yeah. start putting it. And even though it's like, dude, that's Marvel stuff. That's what it is. You know, yeah. That, that ship at the end of Thor Ragnarok yes. is a Kirby ship. Yep. You yep. know, that big thing. It's like, oh man, Jack's on the screen. Yeah. Look at that. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's I've been very excited about that. Uh yeah, I so I heard like I, I've heard a lot of the things that you were talking about about Black Panther. The big thing that yeah. I, I know from listening to a few different people talk about it is that you know the the character is very separate from the Black Panther movement and that they, they're not really that right. tied together. One of the things that you I think it would be immediately associated in your head, and, and it, it never, wasn't until yeah. well, it was. I, I put thought into it now that that it even associated. Well, the thing that was interesting is like um, I heard somebody on a podcast going like, "That's all well and good that they were, you know, they're not yeah. actually connected, but then why advertise your movie?" With in the trailer invocations of the Black Panther movement, because there's like the they you know they use that line uh, the revolution will not be televised well, because and, it's now 2018. Right now you are going to make that connection, and when you, you can make the connection. Yep. And you know even though it wasn't there before, yep. you can still. And, and why wouldn't you? I well, I mean you know come on I was there too. The revolution will not be televised. Right. The revolution. Will I kind of like live. the idea that we're at a point where there's discussion of the Black Panther movement where. Because of where we are now, the the press surrounding it doesn't immediately associate yeah. it as villainy because it's yeah. not villainy. Right. And right. so now to invoke that into a Black Panther ad campaign is not a death knell to right. it. No. Uh, and it and whereas it's, and it's, for a while it really would have yeah. been for a lot and of consumers. It is now, and it is now transcended that because yep. um, a scene in that movie that to me is not only the black what the Black Panthers were about, but at also this uh, time... Uh, uh, a throwback to Michelle and Barack mm-hmm. is Shuri and T'Challa. When he walks up, they they yep. do the smit and then they do Wakanda. And yeah. every time I see that, I'm like, that's a throwback. Yeah. I, I look at that and I go, yeah, I remember, you know, because the first thing I thought is, yeah, like when Michelle and Barack gave each other a fist bump and the yep. next day it was like, what was that all about? Yeah. Was that a terrorist oh, yeah, fist bump? Yeah, yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, Grandpa! You don't get out of the house. Yeah. But when, all, when Guy you? Fieri fist bumps everyone he ever meets, it's not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but to me, that's what it is. You know, and now we have like athletes and everybody else, and that is a now a new sign of hey, we're all on the same page. Everybody yep. does the Wakanda yep. X, and it's just like people are like, what is that all about? It's like we're just cool. What do you? It's want the Philly nod. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> acknowledgement. Yep. It's yeah, yep. What yeah. is the Philly nod? To just you know, you you nod just, as you're yeah, passing okay. by right. somebody to let them know, like I'm good, you're good, cool, yeah, we're okay. good. Oh, okay. Yep. I just thought that was a people nod. That's a Philly thing. I mean, that's what they call it. I've I've, I've heard the term. Yeah. I just well, never it's thought a Philly about nod. It. It's also the black nod. Yeah, the yeah. Entire thing on blackish about it. Yeah. Uh, also saying hi to each other because uh, once again, friends of mine when I first came to South Street and stuff, and a uh, friend of mine t- <laughs> said to me, "Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to be nice to me about." It. I'm like, "What?" He goes. Okay, I know you all don't know each other, but how come all black people say hi to each other when they see each other? So, yeah. That's sometimes because nobody else has said hi to you all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, the Dave Chappelle bit when he yeah. was talking about it. When he got on a plane, he was like, the first thing I do is like, I look for the other black guy and we nod yeah. at each other. Like, yeah. this shit goes down. We're a team. That's right. 
that, I know where you are. You know where I <laughs> yep, am. Yeah, that, yeah. I, I've heard a good. Who are this? <laughs> I, yeah. I I have been that guy. I you know yep. going into who I used to be uh, as a kid. Went I I um went to school for music and psych before I ended up with, and I ended up with a comic book shop. And I always make the joke that if you're really quiet, you can still hear my mother screaming in the background. <laughs> but um, when um I basically can play anything that doesn't have a spit valve. Yeah. And uh, I went to this orchestra summer camp you know that year in band camp but <laughs> i went to orchestra summer camp in the 70s and there were 800 kids there and i was the only black kid. holy shit man and, and if you think it's fun now you need to be you know when, i'm just going i'm looking around i'm like oh you gotta be kidding me. yeah <laughs> no right, now i'm just gonna find no, the most tan person no way yeah there there there's no way it can, and it's like i look more and more it's like yep it's me. Yeah. Okay. And that's one of those fun things because suddenly you have to be all things to all people. Yeah. Because yeah. if you step out of line, you know where it's oh, coming yeah. from. And yep. you're representing an entire group of people. And the world your will, is yeah. watching. And yep. Every, yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Karen, who later on as a youth, uh, a youth player, played with the Philadelphia Orchestra. I remember we were there for about five hours Karen, yeah. Karen comes running up to me she goes everybody's talking about you yeah, I'm it, like oh god <laughs> no they're all like hey there's this black kid and he plays violin and he's good <laughs> <laughs> but but to bring it full circle it's, yeah. it's also where I met one of my best friends in the world that I'm still friends with because I was at the uh, the uh, little youth thing they always give you the, a little get together everybody mm-hmm. gets to each other and of course they gave us nothing but you know chocolate soda cookies and cake and then afterwards went okay time to go to bed yeah 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 right yeah bad but idea we're standing there i'm talking to this one girl i've made a couple of friends kid comes up like looking like something off the bad tracks movie <laughs> t-shirt ripped up uh flannel with a pack of cigarettes in the sleeve <laughs> engineer you know old doc martens just looking me up and down i'm like oh shit here we go yeah Oh man, in an orchestra? Really? I'm going to go through this at orchestra camp? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and he looks at me, pulls out the cigarette, and I'm like, how the hell did this kid get an orchestra? You know? Yeah, yeah. And he lights it, takes a big drag off it, walks up to me, and I'm like tense. I'm like, all right, going to throw down. <laughs> he just goes, hi, my name is David, and I want to shake the hand of the only kid who looks more out of place here than me. Oh, <laughs> that's so awesome. Oh, shit. Can you imagine being that aware at that age? Well, I guess you probably. Yeah, that's so crazy. And it's so good and when we people became, are good. And yeah. we were fast friends. Yeah. But you know, that's why I'm going to bring that story because I, I was heart. thinking one thing, and yeah. it was just like, and that later on, in, you know, later on, he and I end up going to see the first Star Trek movie together. Oh, oh that was awesome. okay. That was the that story dumb story me. I told you where yeah. we both sit there and go, "Oh, this is bad. <laughs> We've waited so long, and it's so." <laughs> don't worry there's 15 more yeah yeah. yeah yeah fortunately con came out it was like oh thank yeah. you yeah <laughs> i think before we finish yep. on black panther yeah. yes. sort of a, a way we got to talk about the music oh we God. absolutely oh. got to talk to music yeah. oh yeah L- ludwig goranson i believe i don't know how to pronounce it but yep. he's swedish yes and, and he did the score for it and this is the first time in quite some time that the mcu even had a score that that defined itself yes and it's it's wild to think that it came from a Swedish guy because it feels like it it's a marriage of a lot of influences. Oh yeah, I mean that was one of the things the I noticed. Stuff. I was like, it has uh, like like tribal elements, like tribal yeah. drums. It has a hip hop beat to yep. it. Uh, there's really a lot going on that it would almost seem like a hodgepodge to the point where it would be a mess, but it's not. It's, no, it's, it's remarkable, crisp, and well, it yeah. rises above 
it rises above the movie without smothering the movie. Yep. Yep. And nine times out of ten, MCU music is either, in the case of Guardians, just needle drops. Right. Or it's just busy music. Yep. And busy music's fine because you can forget about it. But if it ever catches your ear and you can't forget about it, it becomes an irritant. Yeah. And this this ends up being what a classic score typically is, which we don't see in this brand. But in a in a movie that's quote unquote Afrofuturistic, I think it's essential that it has a rhythm yeah. to it, and that's oh, yeah. really cool that they pulled that off. Um, the 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 Black Panther theme itself was mm. you know that it keeps coming in and going out yeah. mm-hmm. and coming in, and I'm really hoping that you know when they do the score for Infi- you know Infinity War, yeah, uh, and I'm and people are going to go, no, what are you talking about? I'm hoping that they are able to pull off the same thing the soundtrack to Justice League did. Oh, were they? Because people's themes oh, yeah. were coming yeah. in and out when yeah. they were around. And I remember some of that, I was just like, that's nice. Yep. Yeah, that was Danny a pretty flexing. cool aspect of And, uh, and I'm yeah. hoping that we get that. I'm hoping that oh, if you, something. We better hear some of those drums that you hear oh, in Wakanda, yeah. that. that like, oh, yeah. It seems the trailers are actually somewhat Wakanda heavy. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. There's a lot of, well, of the well, armies. Well, yes, because it made too uh, much oh, yeah, money. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to lean on that. The, oh, in fact, I mean, you know, how many shots of Black Panther do we have? Seven? Yeah. They're all in the yeah. trailer. Get Kugler on the phone. We need him. With all its covers, you know, all. All the Panther characters are up there. Mm, yeah. And actually, hey, Entertainment Weekly, I have an electronic subscription to your, your book like I always do. Seriously? Seriously? You put out the Marvel book and I don't get all 15 covers? <laughs> I, only get, I, only get, I only get Iron Man? Because I want you to know, I don't want Iron Man. I wanted Shuri. Okay? That's who I wanted. We do have... Uh Entertainment Weekly executives as subscribers, so I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if okay, as a guys, result of this. Seriously, <laughs> I, I, I opened that up. I was so excited. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to see all these covers, and all I got was Tony. Not that there's anything wrong with Tony, <laughs> but when I don't get to pick from Tony and everybody else, I'm like, yeah, well, um, you know, I'm still being good to Tony's you guys because you know, yeah. Black Panther came out and did not get the cover. When the movie hit. Okay. Oh, really? And it's no. cover worthy because it's just yeah. fucking murdering the yeah. box office. I mean, I know you gave it gave it to them back when it when it was a San Diego Comic Con. That was very nice. I I enjoyed it and it was nice for you to give it. But seriously, the movie hits and you don't do a cover. But that's okay. That's okay. You it's know? already the biggest they, movie of well, the year until yeah. the next Star yeah. Wars comes and they out. Probably they probably still beat that. They probably yeah. only hurt themselves by not putting it on oh, their own yeah. cover, to yeah. be honest with you. But I also just want to point out this Ludwig Goransson guy. He's Childish Gambino's producer, isn't he? Yes. Oh. He did the score for Creed, yep. Fruitvale Station, Black Panther, well, that Get Out, <laughs> Roman J. Israel X Esquire, which nobody saw and I yep. liked quite a lot. Oh, and that Magic was the other Mike one. XXL, uh, Top 5, which is the, the oh, Chris, Chris Rock, Rock movie, movie that yeah. no one saw and was awesome. Um, but yeah, he worked on Community. He works on <laughs> that movie was great. Yes. That was my first exposure to Leslie Jones. Yeah. And I was like, she's a fine. Oh, yeah. She yeah. is a fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, he. It's just funny that this white Swedish guy is attached to all of these. I think that's from working with uh, Donald Glover for so long. Oh yeah, yeah. I did not realize the Get Out guy was in the movie until the very end when his name came up in the oh, credits. Really? I was yeah. just like, "Yep." And, and and it was another one of those aha moments. I said, "Wait," uh, and then my brain goes, "Oh yeah, oh, of my course." God, yeah. You're right. That's <laughs> <him."> <laughs> like I, I didn't recognize him until he was paralyzed with fear, and yeah, then I knew yeah, his yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I recognized him just because that guy. He's just... He's great. He's got superstar written all over yeah. him. Yeah. His facial work yeah. is second to none. Yeah. It, it, he's, he's the kind of guy that, like, if I ever had him in a movie, 
and I was directing it, every scene would be a close-up of his face. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his episode of Black Mirror oh, ends he, with him delivering a monologue at the camera, yeah. and it is just straight-up shoulders yeah. headshot, and and nobody could have done it. No one. It, it is T'Challa, that, that, that scene, and I was like, damn, damn T. He pulled the... It's not that I'm mad. I'm disappointed. Go! Because <laughs> that's uh, what Mom, that why? scene was. Why? I thought it would be better, yeah. but it's more of the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was oh, just yeah. like, dude, did he just that do the... Good. Did yeah. he just do the... I'm disappointed in you? Yeah. Thing? That's the, that hurts so much. Yeah. My mom could be like, I hate you, and it wouldn't be as bad as yeah. I'm disappointed in you. I mean, that, that was another one My of mom those, those, those bits that I was just like, wow. And, and, and I'm just really going to go back to it. Such a great supporting cast. So yeah. many great oh, people. Yeah. You're, you know, there. Even when he's not on, you're okay because yep. you want to see them. Yeah, and know? what's cool is none of them are are. Usually, when you have such a large cast, there's two or three that you go. They're the ones that we don't ever pay attention to. But I yeah. feel like everybody got uh, a. A, a, a requisite amount of screen time oh, yes. in terms of and how important their even, character even was, which is tough things. in a writing sense. You know, the the older woman who's the chieftain of her tribe. Oh, yeah. Every time I saw her, I'm like, oh, man, there's, yeah. my, need her there's, there. there's my grandma. There's she my grandma. That world. Right, exactly. that, the whole thing. You know, Killmonger's, and, you know, to Angela Bassett, you know, the whole thing. Hi, auntie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, damn. Yeah. Um, Angela Bassett, so good. So good. She's, so, so good. good. And the at the same time, once again, the thing about it is the family aspect. Yeah, that mm-hmm. first scene when Shuri's walking away and gives him the finger, and she and, and she's mom. Yep. You know, eyes in the back of her head. Shuri, I'm sorry, mother. Yep. <laughs> and she's yep. like, yep. right there. Yep. Everybody in the audience is like, family. Yeah. We've all yep. been there. Yep. Yep. You know. And the fact that you can tell from the look on her face, like, I got caught. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I got caught. I got to fly right. True. They really did feel related. Oftentimes, oh, yeah. when yeah. you have people playing parents and children or brother and sister, yeah. you don't get that feeling. I, I loved the brother and sister relationship uh, between oh, yeah. Shuri and T'Challa. And delete like, that. Delete that footage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's, Why it's so good because I feel like oh. they might have known each other for a couple months leading yeah. up to this movie. I could see them being raised together. Oh yeah. yeah. It's. There that 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 and that's dynamic a to writing to directing performance. to your performance yep. right. to, like that is movies are such a collaborative medium and it's always it's not in the big explosions where that shows it's in those moments the you know uh, Shuri I see right. you you know like that's it's those moments where you suddenly realize like here's a movie that was made by everybody operating at a ten yeah and that's that's something I mean, that doesn't just, always happen just some of the little through lines you know when T'Challa finds out that. You know, the father was left. He's like, you didn't even give him a proper burial. Mm-hmm. And then that comes along again with Shuri. When he gets thrown off, it's like, we didn't even get to bury him. Mm-hmm. And and that was the kind of things I'm like, look, I like that. I like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. yep. that, that. That's all. This all is just It makes back. it lived in without doing expository nonsense. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the other thing. There's not a wasted moment in this movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's part partly the reason all the, the side characters sing so much is because... They're not just exposition machines. They're not just there to get us to the next scene. They're not, you know what I mean? It's like this movie is so efficient and makes such great use of every second of screen time. Nothing feels wasted. And so everybody feels fully developed and real. It's this movie like fucking rocks. <laughs> like, no, yeah. You just, you like, I mean, even though you know there was a scene there that got left on the, the, the cutting room floor. When Okaye stands in front of that rhino and it stops, oh yeah, you were just like, 
okay, yeah, I accept this. Yep. I, I, I accept that she can stand in front of anything and anything goes, whoa, wait a minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, you're forced to be right. I, I don't think I want to piss you off yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. no. I understand that I'm a 50-ton rhino and nothing else could stop me. I'm a goddamn locomotive. But for yeah. some reason... Let You're me not scary. piss you off. <laughs> that was the moment. That was the moment in this movie that made me scream out loud. By the way, when they came riding on rhinos, yes. I like forgot that rhinos were even in this movie. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like it didn't occur to me that like we were going to get a rhino battle. By the it just never occurred to me. And when they came riding over the hill on rhinos, I was like, Ah, this is the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> even though there were people are going, You like the rhinos? I'm like, How can you not like the rhinos? Oh my oh, god! Oh my god! I mean, even and that's the thing. Even to Charles, like, no. Yeah. No, do not do what I think you're going to yeah. do. Yeah. And, and even you're like, okay, what's he going? <gasps> right. And, and you see the first two, and you're like, okay. And then that last one comes like, oh, and there's the battle cruiser. Uh-huh. And him jumping on, it's like, okay. Yeah, that okay. was bad <laughs> I'm, I'm suddenly understanding why nobody gets into Wakanda unless they want them to. Yeah, Oh, yeah. my lord. Yeah. Seriously? I'll, I'll ask you this question, because I've actually never yeah. read a Black Panther comic. One of the things that I loved about his suit was the way that it absorbed power and then could push it back out. That is, that is something new. That's that, new? That, from what I that's know, is That's a really new. cool... That's a great yeah, idea. That's a great visual thing when it shows yeah. the absorbing of it. Yeah. It's a great... Uh, it's just great for exciting action. Well, one of the nice but things about it's also it, thematically resonant yes. in this whole idea of just like you can absorb power, but then you have to focus it into something productive. Right. And I love that 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 uh, is spoken to in his superpowers, yeah. if, if you will. That's really cool. Oh yeah, his his entire uh, his entire incredible Tony Stark, you know, three point landing fist. You know, yeah. he's it's like okay, so you're Tony Stark, your fist goes in and you're the Hulk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And then he just grabs that 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 a uh, spear turns it around pull and you're Captain America. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you are a one man Avengers team. Yep. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with them. Yep. <laughs> nope, nope, you know, nope. And especially when you got your And he's got family. Yep. Yeah. Which we got, all know is the most important thing. Next to well, Dom Toretto sits yeah. behind cars. Yeah. But he doesn't have cars. He has jet planes yeah. and shit. So we're good at riders. Somewhere online somebody has done a drawing of Shuri Okaye and Nikita as the power drawn in Powerpuff style. Oh, oh right that's on. So cool. So it's like Shuri's in front because she's um you know Shuri's in front because she's she's Buttercup. blossom. She's blossom. Uh Okaye is is uh is Buttercup mm-hmm. and Nakia is bubbles. Yep. yep. But it's still there and I was what is I was like um uh, fighting tribes trying to save their world. Here they come just in time. The Wakanda girls. I love <laughs> it. That's good. I like Wakanda that. Wakanda girls. <laughs> I, I looked at went and I would watch that. I would watch that cartoon yeah. every Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna put on a uh, a Powerpuff Girls episode the other day. She was mm. like, "You have to watch this because I I've always liked the show, yeah. but it was on when I was younger." There's a Powerpuff Girls episode that every single line is a Beatles. Pun. Oh yes, me to be brilliant. Whoa. Oh, there you go. Yeah, to Beatles. Yeah. It it was one of those where I every time I thought it was going to run out of juice, there was just another extremely clever pun, and it holds for what's it like? And they're, like and they're twelve minutes really, or whatever. Yeah, they're yeah. really they're doing really a lot good. of stuff from the Beatles. That's yeah. crazy. You know, it's wild. Mojo Jojo as John Lennon yeah. works, <laughs> <laughs> and just every literally every line had yeah. some sort of pun, yeah. and to the point where like I. We, we ended up watching it twice because I wasn't paying attention to the plot because I was right. just like, that's a pun, that's a pun, that's yeah, a pun. Yeah, yeah. But side note. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, any other final thoughts? 
I think it's just an exciting time for franchise cinema at a time where everyone goes, oh, everything's the same and there's nothing new. First off, that's wrong because yeah. there is new stuff. You just got to look for it. And two, this is the definition of teaching an old dog new tricks. Yep. There's the MCU is awesome and it's a new experiment. So everything, everything that happens is something that's never happened before. But even so, it does get tired. And this shows that it doesn't always have to look the same. And in fact, it's beneficial that it that it doesn't. Yeah. And the fact that it ends up just being this great idea, like the fact that it not only speaks to artistic success, but business success mm -hmm. in a world where the big argument against inclusivity is, well, you got to buy some tickets and then we'll mm -hmm. talk. It's like <laughs> tickets bought, dude. Yeah. We bought more tickets for this than anything else combined. So uh, it's and the fact that even if you eliminate all of that from it, it's just awesome movie. Yeah. Well, I'm in. I think I'm it makes in. a great argument for, like, to me, one of the, like, important things about it is it makes a great argument for inclusion by basically, like, we were talking about the, the Marvel, you know, great power comes great responsibility. You put a black lens on that, and now suddenly that means something a little bit different. And mm -hmm. now suddenly it's a new interesting idea, even though it's the same idea that we've been running through. It's both universal and unique. I think, like, this making a billion dollars finally proves to Hollywood, oh, everybody's complaining you're out of ideas. Guess what? You could go right back through every idea you've ever had. Now just let a black person tell it. Mm -hmm. Now let a woman tell it. Now let a Chinese person tell it. Now let a Korean person tell it. You put a new lens on any old story, and it's a new story again, mm -hmm. because that's a whole new perspective on things that, honestly, the majority of the audience that has been dictating this for a century doesn't know, doesn't mm -hmm. ha have a handle on. You and know? we all agree on the thematics of it. Yeah. So to take it from a different angle can only be a good thing. Yep, yep. And these were characters you cared about. Yeah, exactly. You know, that was the thing. That was the one thing that I'm going to say about this movie. These are characters people care about. Yep. You know, they. I mean, the sheer thing that you know people. And, and I'm going to come back because to me, to me, and I went out of the movie. My, my one of my first line words out of the movie is like, "Sure, he's my MVP." Yeah. You know, she, um, she's got. You know, people are drawing her Disney princess. Style, right. Yeah, I've seen those. You know, yep. and somebody came up with an idea. That I went, "There you go." Don't talk politics to Disney. To talk cold hard cash. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And they said to him, "It's like, well, I know this, I know that, but come on, you know, you got the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, and we're coming up on the summer. Don't you think you could probably make a lot of money from little girls coming to Disneyland and Disney World who want to get made up like Shuri?" Oh, absolutely. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like uh, they were already talking about it in, um, I think Disneyland or Disney World. There were lines when they oh, I bet. they brought out they finally brought they brought out you know the theme characters that walk around and they have the Black Panther and two of the Dora Maja. Yep. and they're like there was a line for kids wanting to get their picture with the Black Panther. Oh, I bet. And as you were saying, and when we're talking a line at Disney World, no, we are not talking a line of only little black kids. Mm -mm. We are talking a line of lots. I want of a picture kids. with Black kids? Panther. Yeah. yeah. Lots of kids. Actually, yeah. I want a picture of Sherry. She's awesome. Right. <laughs> you know, lots of kids are doing that because, you know, once again, the other thing about the character is he's not scary. Right. Mm -hmm. He's trying to do the right thing. Yep. You know, this is a guy that kids can look up and go, I want to be like him. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be like him because he takes care of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He takes care of other people. He even tries to take care of the bad guy. You yep. know, that entire scene at the end. Know, that's he heartbreaking. Helps yeah. him I know. Up. I know. Because it's like, you know, once again, this is why T'Challa's king. Yeah. yeah. You know, Eric wouldn't have done that. Right. Eric would have went, no, I'm just going to watch you die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And make sure you're dead. You know, he's the one going, no. And, you know, he always promised me, you know what? 
I'm still mad about what my my dad did and everything else. So let you know, brand new day. And that was the other thing. I mean, that's and some of the tricks are are, are there. You know, like yeah. I was saying, you know, world turned upside down. Yep. You know, when he does his original challenge, when he first comes out, you know, against the Jabari, it's dawn. It's the beginning of the day. When he goes against Eric, it's the sunset. Yeah. You know, there's all that kind of stuff where I'm like, oh, man. I remember when it started, I'm like, oh, he ain't getting out of this. <laughs> I'm like, why? I said, because it's sunset. Yep. Uh-huh. You know, I, I know if I was filming it, I know what I'd be using with it. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it again and just look for that stuff. Yeah. Because the first time, it's always just about consuming it. Right. And I, I really think that Coogler is just, he's, he's really smart about storytelling. Mm-hmm. And he's really smart about using the medium. Yeah. And so the fact that he... I don't want to say he had a blank check, but the fact that he had a budget Yo. and and had a sandbox to play in, but was able to to imbue his style into it and tell a complete story. There's probably a lot there that, of course, I missed the first time around, and yeah. I think will be like okay, like I, I I enjoyed Thor Ragnarok, but I was mm-hmm. a little disappointed by it. I really like Taika Waititi as a filmmaker. I think mm-hmm. he's brilliant, and I think that very 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 little of what he brings to his own films made it through to Thor. Yeah. Um and it was it was totally good. I, I liked it. Right. But uh filmmaking wise, it really felt like it was a template set up and he was able to just kind of set it up. Whereas like this one actually felt more like a filmmaker's vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh in that that I hope with the success of things like Guardians of the Galaxy and Black Panther, I hope that the that the lesson learned by the studio is is the correct one, and that the correct one would be let people put their stamp on it. Yeah. Well, they are. I think they're you know with the stuff that we're seeing coming up, you know, Captain Marvel. Yeah. Mm. You know, they're they're obviously going. You know, Marvel's doing, um, in some ways, I think they're doing what what happened because people keep forgetting that when this first started, when they started this, you know, people were like, oh, well, you know. Now that Marvel doesn't have any of its good characters anymore, they're going to do movies. And yeah, was, yeah, yeah, You know, with B characters. Oh, like I remember. Iron Man yeah. and Thor. Everybody and loves Captain Iron America. Man now. And you're thinking, uh-huh. I'm like, Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America are B-listers? I know, yeah. Well, because you know? In, the, in the broad sense of culture, the right. only A-listers are Superman and Batman. Well, <laughs> and no, they were arguing that Spider-Man yeah. and the X-Men were yeah. their, their A-listers <sighs> and, and, and that. But I think what they've done with that, with Guardians, with Panther, yeah. with all this, is like, no. We have a lot of tricks of our sleeves, mm-hmm. and we can show you characters that you may not really know, and we can make these characters you give a crap about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whoever thought that everybody was going to be losing their minds and being all heartbroken over a tree puppet. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? I didn't think that I could care about Drax so much. Yeah. yeah. And he is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. You know, I, I was the same way. I'm like, Drax and Destroyer, I, I, I guess. Yeah. But... You know, He's as so the funny. movie went along, I was just like, okay. Yeah. Also, this... at the same time, I never thought I'd live in a world where when I see Dave Bautista's face in a trailer, I'm like, yes! Like, when he shows up in the trailer for Blade Runner, I'm like, right. well, this great-looking movie looks incredible oh, now. Yeah. It's like, well, motherfucker, I, I know I, MMA I did, fighter. I, did, yeah. I did pick on people about Guardians when they tried to... Um, beat up one of the the Wonder Woman movies and stuff like that because it's like, well, you know, DC can't do a Wonder Woman movie, but Marvel can do a movie about a tree and a, and, and a talking raccoon. It's like, okay, first of all, they didn't do a movie about a tree and a rocking raccoon. The tree and the, 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 tree and the, and the talking tr- raccoon were part of a team. Mm-hmm. And two, yeah, 
you know, it's really easy to do that when it's just hand and chewy, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> well, and exactly. three, DC did make a Wonder Woman movie, and it was excellent. Yeah. Well, that was afterwards. It's like, please, people. I really you know? enjoyed Wonder Woman I, quite a bit. I, oh, I, it was Wonder, so Woman, Wonder Woman was the movie, man. Yeah, that movie rules. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, please. I love it. The, that, the, and and I, I admit, you know, that going back to Batman Superman, there yeah. was like, and then there's those three minutes in the middle of that movie yep. where it just becomes a Wonder Woman movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and it's a good. star was fucking and, Oh, yeah, that, even in the audience, what I saw, when she showed oh, up, yeah. everyone was like, Ooh. Oh, everyone cheered. Oh. Yep. The oh, part yeah. where everyone cheered, though, oh, yeah. in, in the theater where I saw it, wasn't when she showed up. Right. It's when Doomsday, like, throws her against I a rock, me, yeah. and she stands up and gives him this look, just like, you fucking idiot. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, about is that how I we're like, going to play? Let's yeah. do it. And then, it's, yeah! it's her being thrown <laughs> against, gets up, and that smile comes yep, across that her face. Yeah, that was the one that's like, Now we're playing at my level. Oh, so I can like really hit you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. It's just I was like, playing nice before. All I could think was uh, the old Justice League action or Justice League uh, Unlimited when they first did the Justice League cartoons. Um, there is the point where they're fighting the Martians and Wonder Woman goes up on the ship. She basically leaps on the ship, and I think it's Green Lantern that goes, Martians. Meet Diana. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just hear explosions. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's good. Like, yeah, you have fun with her. Because yeah. <laughs> unlike bats and suits, she's like, yeah, I carry a sword for a reason. <laughs> yep. Where's your rogues gallery? In the ground. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm an Amazon, and that's where we put them. <laughs> she's so badass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't oh, yeah. deserve Gal Gadot. She's no, just so cool. See, that was, my, and that was, that, that was and, and she was also part of my absolute favorite scene in Justice League, where I keep, which is my attitude of, Okay, DC, this is what you have to remember who your characters are, is that scene where she's being chased by the guy, she's trying to get to that sword, mm-hmm. and the Flash comes running around, smiles at her, Bing. pinks it up, yep. Yep. she smiles back and said, that's the yeah, Justice that's where League. It's at. Yep. The Justice League smiles, yep. the Justice League gets along, the Justice League, that's how they work, you know? And there are pieces of that movie that I'm just like, okay, you're you're getting the idea. Just yep. keep with this. Yeah. You know the entire. You know I know we're going to Black Panther. I'm doing another thing. The entire, everybody beating everybody up. You know that was the Superman thing. It's like that was a beautiful moment. That entire thing where Barry's running. We all know that Barry's too yep. fast. And first the eye. Oh yeah. And then the turnaround. Oh, that so that's the best moment of the and movie. And the look on Barry's face of. Oh, oh shit. shit! That's also one of the few moments where he didn't have the uh, the CGI the removal yeah. of the mustache. See, no, so I couldn't, fi- okay. I couldn't find that. I couldn't find oh, that. But was, that's me. Yeah. See, but that's also because I didn't look for it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And, could... and I, I had people like, "What are you?" I said, "You know, I started to, and I realized it was taking me out of the movie, yeah. so I stopped." Yeah. You can choose to ignore it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. not outright awful yep. it's just i knew about it oh yeah and I, what's funny to me was i wasn't looking at his face i was looking at the other actors that i know in that moment yep. are acting opposite a mustached superman yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, that's the challenge yeah no amy that adams was, that a was, real hero it was that scene and everything it's like yep that's exactly yeah what fighting superman should be like absolutely frightening and they got him who I was, who I wanted my Superman back when he shows up with Cyborg. Yep. And Cyborg's like, and it's like, no, that's Supes. Oh, if you're here, you're supposed to be here. And I have faith in you because yep. I'm Superman yeah. and that's what I do. It's yep. like, oh, dude. Yeah. And I have faith in me too. Of course you do, man. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gotta watch know, Man We're Steel. the Justice League, dude. <laughs> you probably would like Man of Steel, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna get uh, be on your recommendation. I'm gonna get. I'm it's gonna good. give it a try. I'd be curious to hear what you think about it because, like, I. 
my background with I mean right. my background with any comic books is like I just I don't have any any preciousness towards them. Well, I like it all. Bring my keep my them thing. Yeah. My thing is everything is its own genre. Yeah, I do not expect comics to be the movies. I do right. not expect movies to be Agreed. the comics. I do not expect television shows. When I go into these things, I am going in there. I don't expect to see everything from the comics on the, there because that's just silly. Well, and the medium is going to make its own demands, right? right. Like exactly. translating a comic to a movie, a movie is a different thing than a comic, and it's got its own demands, and you're going to have to transmute the character a little bit to get mm. it there right. and make it work, you know? But when I always laugh when people go, Superman wouldn't do that. It's like, well, the people that own him said that he well, would, you know, and I just it, watched it, him do well, it, yeah. so it's, it's done. You know, I, I don't know what go, else well, to Superman say. Superman wouldn't do it. Actually, he snapped Zod's neck in the, in the comics. Trust yeah. me, it was a whole big deal about it because yeah. it was him trying to go, you know, I need you just to say that you. Oh no, no, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill your parents. I'm he threw kill him kill that. down a cliff to his right. death in Superman Two. Oh yeah, yeah. and in yeah. the end, it was just like okay, and and they did it the same way. It was him going. I really need you. All right, then I'm going to you know I'm going to have to snap your neck. Oh no, wait a minute. That was Wonder Woman snapping Morgan Edge's neck. <laughs> they did that with Diana. Yeah. Diana snapped somebody's neck. Yeah. And, I, and every time I saw it, they're like, "Can you believe that?" Okay, so in this world, you don't have libraries. You don't know what Amazons do. Yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. you know that's what Amazons do. They're warriors. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, they show up and they walk away, and you don't. Yeah, that's yeah. Usually, the way this happens. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's do it. We uh, still need a Wakanda Wonder Woman tro- crossover. Oh, oh that would be I need amazing. to see Okoye and and Diana just. Kicking, beating up an entire continent. <laughs> that would be so awesome. It would be awesome. They could play games. Huh. Yeah. So, what, what, how many you got? I'm up to 72. Only 72. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> only 72. They told me you were a warrior. <laughs> you got to write it, man. Yeah. This is, this That's is pretty good. This is your job. That's a good pitch. <laughs> Uh, Mike, thanks very much for being with us here today, Thank man. This was great. On, yeah, uh, we really appreciate it. Um, uh, uh, are there places you want people to find you? Um, okay, we are yeah, at Thomas City something. Comics, six thirty-eight South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, we are available online. Unfortunately, we do not do mail order. We really should, but we haven't. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out in my own way. I also want to push something you were pushing earlier, which is South Street Cinema. Cinema. Yes. Uh, come March eighth. And probably going on there, uh, one of the things that two of the guys from my shop, Joe Turner and Chris Ryans, are they're going to start up a thing called Hip Hop Action Cinema. Uh. Kung Fu Flicks, you love them, so do we. And uh, they're going to start off with a double feature of, let me see, I can't figure out the other one, but I know one of them is The Five Deadly Venoms. Oh, I fucking love that. That is, like I said, March 18th, 7 to 10. Awesome. $5 is a suggested uh, donation. There's I'll probably go to snacks. that. I love yeah, that. Movie. There's that's, going to be a raffle shit. and conversation because one of the things we do, uh, we do this at the shop. We used to, we've done this with some of the Marvel shows and stuff. We show them for free. And then afterwards, we have discussions. Yeah, we just go, like a round table kind of get, thing? We get involved with the audience. We go, well, what do we think of that? Was that this? You know, Where did this come from? And things like that. That's but awesome. But that's what we're going to do. So, you know, March 18th. Hip hop cinema Love at it. you know cinema on uh, South Street Cinema, right I'm on. Into five it. Deadly Venoms great. is Dude, so I love good. Five Deadly Venoms. Yeah. Right That's on. Great. But you know we are we are that place. You know yeah. Three twenty seven South Street is South Street Cinema. March eighth, like I said, Five de- doubly, Deadly Venoms. That's awesome. And uh, I think King Fo Funky Bottoms. <laughs> 
is the other one. Sold. Awesome. <laughs> and if it goes is. well, Sold. we're probably going to do it. At le- they're going to do it at least once a month. Do That'd all sorts awesome. of different things, all sorts of different movies, you know, that kind of thing. I'm really right into on. that. That's awesome. That's a cool place. Thanks again, Michael. We really appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. I really yeah, appreciate of course. it. Usually people want to put me in a corner because the old man rambles too much. No, no. No, no that's podcasting is what, what we need. <laughs> this we is, need people who ramble. This that's is a medium okay. for you. You got to start doing this out we, of the shop. We, uh, we have... We um I have been trying to do a podcast. I have an idea for a podcast that I want to do where basically I talk we talk about old comics and things like that, and mostly trying not to just beat on them. You know, uh, there's a lot of stuff where they make fun of the Silver Age. Go, yeah. these are so goofy. It's yeah. like, well, that was the era, yeah, man. Yep, you know, yep. Batman what and we do Superman. With movie, movie. You yep. know, Batman and Superman smiled. I mean, it's one of the things that I don't think that people understand about things like the Adam West show, yep. Batman, because they look at it and they go, I'm like, you you go take that dialogue and try to deliver it the way Adam West and Burt Ward did. Yeah. And you realize how clunky it is and what a genius he was yeah. at just making that something that was tongue-in-cheek for the adults and for the kids, you believed yep. it. You know? Oh, I love you that as a kid. Yep. that Batman, you know, my, my thing about Batman, especially when, People say, oh, they're making it for kids. They're making it for kids. I'm like, Batman always was for kids. Yep. Batman is the boogeyman who's on your side. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's great. If there's something in the closet, you got Batman because that's your boogeyman, and that boogeyman's going to kick that boogeyman's ass like nobody's business. That's such in a fact, great read the on the character. Probably they call me the boogeyman. Opening, and the boogeyman in your closet is going, I'm sorry, I did not realize Batman was coming, so I'm going to get out of here. Yeah. Excuse me, Batman didn't mean to be in your way. <laughs> hey, boogeyman. Yeah, that's right. boogie. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, there's no one in here. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, you, you should do that. You should yep. you set it right up in the shop. You can record it right there. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We're going to get. I, I, there's, the problem is there are so many things that are that are being done and worked on. Yeah, so yeah I, I'm sure. I, I try to keep spinning a lot of plates. Yeah, you know, I, I always have. You know, Martin, Martin and I back when we first started the store, we did stuff like that. If there had been like YouTube and things like that, we'd be a lot bigger than we are. <laughs> And uh, uh, but you yeah, guys are Mark, still a mainstay. You're like yeah. a Philadelphia staple. We try to be. We try to be the comic shop you come to. That you know, if you don't know anything, we're glad to help you out. Um, in another, in the first Saturday in May, down on South Street is Free Comic Book Day. Oh yeah, we give out free comics. We usually do our little uh, little outside comic book convention called Atomicon. And also, it's the South Street Spring Festival. So if you come down, there's vendors, there's music, there's everything. Uh, usually, we have DJs. Last couple of years, like uh, year before last, we had the Power pa- Power Rangers as DJs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this year, I think we had Galactus as a DJ. All right. Um, <laughs> DJ I mean, Galactus is just a great name. It yeah. is. It is just you know that that's the cool thing about the shop. It's like you know if you like comics, you have a good time. Come on by. That's what we do, and that's why we get what we get. You know. Yeah. Some guy who's a DJ goes, dude, you know, comes in the shop and goes, can I, can I wear the Red Ranger mask while I DJ? Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. That's right. <laughs> That's great. Right on. Yeah. Well, uh, also coming up, I mentioned it before, the Cinadelphia Film Festival. Check out CinadelphiaFilmFestival.com. Um, as always, check out Cinadelphia.com, where we're, we're all putting shit there now. Yeah. And, um... What else did I want to plug? Shame Files podcast. Yep. Check those guys out as well. And um, I believe that's everything for me. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Scully. I'm on Letterboxd at Dan Scully. It's just my name all across the board. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this. If I can make a recommendation, mm-hmm. I saw a movie this week that I always thought I'd like and I didn't know I would love. 
Nine to Five. Oh yeah, I've never that seen movie that. Yeah, is so funny. I couldn't believe how hard I was laughing. Yeah. So uh, highly recommend that. That's my recommendation for the week. Nine I, to Five. Just remember. Oh, we are Atomic City Comics on Facebook, so you oh, can perfect. find us on yeah, Facebook and other things. Um, and the only other thing I'm going to try is uh, so you know, if you guys want to have me back for Infinity War, I'm up. Yeah. Oh, oh, totally. Hell yeah. Okay. Done. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Philadelphia. That's with an F. Letterbox.com slash Philadelphia. I'm on Cinadelphia now. Uh, still over on Farsighted Blog. And um, you can find a show on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr at I Like Two Movie. It's numeric two. Send us an email, I Like Two Movie at gmail.com. And uh, we'll catch up with you guys in a couple of weeks. I don't know what we're doing just yet no go ahead one yeah, more thing i just in, realized Michael. something yeah. that i've been doing and i like i said i'm, I'm bad at this uh, oh that's fine uh we do have a flipboard magazine oh so if you have yeah. flipboard look up atomic city comics there is a magazine i'm the one who runs it and uh-huh. i try to put stuff up there um i try not to do spoilers very much cool. because i'm very very dan does not know dan knows a little bit of this i'm ridiculous on movies i will watch the teaser trailer I will watch the first trailer, and then after that, I avoid everything. Uh-huh. I don't want to see pictures on the set. Yep. I save magazine articles for later. I like to walk into these movies blind. Yeah, I, I don't try to like do that to too. see, you know, it's like, oh, we got a picture of a set. I don't want to see Ben Affleck dresses Batman in the sandwich. Okay? Yeah, yeah. I want to see I do. it on the screen. <laughs> I, know, I kind of want to see that picture. Yeah. Just that one. <laughs> but, I do uh, avoid later trailers as well, but. Batman eating a sandwich, I would like but to I, see. I tend to do that, and it, it gets people very mad at me at, at theaters. Yeah, so I, I go know. with them uh, all the way back, because I know I'm running my mouth, all oh, the way fine. back to the first Iron Man movie that I saw with my friend Monica. And when Tony walks away from the tank and at first, and he turns around and he fires it and it blows away, I had never seen that scene uh, because yeah. I that had was avoided like the big trailers. selling point, yeah. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God. And she <laughs> turns around and she goes, You've never seen that? <laughs> like, went, and this is why. Because I'm went, having a goddamn meltdown. No, because I always I do that. She was just like, so you're going to be like this all through the movie. You're going to be like <laughs> one guy screaming at stuff. That, and I, a lot of times I am. Oh, yeah. I am the only voice in the audience going, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody else is like, what? Like, we've, what, we've what seen this. What rock has this guy, <laughs> yeah. guy in the back been under? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like, this guy owns a comic book shop. I think I, I, I did it to Dan because he was like, well, when Superman, I said, Superman's in the movie? Yeah. I didn't know Superman's oh, in yeah. the movie. And you're <laughs> I'm like, so sorry you're about like that. it's been in the trail. I didn't see the trail. <laughs> yeah. I felt bad because I was talking about Superman in Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. And it was like, and, yeah. and friends of mine were like, you didn't know his symbol was on the, on the poster. I said, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just yeah, means yeah. Maybe, there's a co- there, maybe there's the coffin. Yeah, I won't yeah, make yeah. the same mistake yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do know Captain America is in it. In, I keep wanting to call yeah. it Xfinity Wars because <laughs> I made that joke earlier. Yes. Infinity Wars. I, I, know, I know that everybody in the world is in it. And, yeah. uh, and, and Mark Ruffalo says something like, I think I have four lines. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the main thing that I'm interested in seeing since it's got Spider-Man in it is I'm wondering if, because of all the different things, I'm really starting to wonder. There is a Avengers Annual Seven, and I believe Marvel Two and One Number Three, which is an old '70s story about Thanos versus the Avengers and Spider-Man and the Thing, and Thanos is trying to get the Infinity Things. And when I'm watching this movie, as though everybody's looking at the Infinity Gauntlet and stuff like that, I'm starting to think, wow. I wonder if they're using that story. Because if they use that story, it's got a Spider-Man moment in it that would play great on the screen. And I can see Tom Holland doing it. Yeah. Because it is all a scene in that story where 
it is all going down. Yeah. And so this is the bookmark. When we have yep. you back for Infinity Wars, you well, can, can confirm yeah. or deny it's that it happened. It's going down, and Spidey is leaving. Because he's like, what the hell am I doing here? I stick to walls. I throw webs. <laughs> that guy eats, like, planets. <laughs> if <laughs> Thor, Iron Man, and the Avengers can't do anything, what the hell am I? I'm going home. And he's running away, running away, and then he's suddenly like, what am I doing? I got to go back. Yeah. Nice. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I got to go do back. something. And I and I saw that storyline the other day, and I'm thinking, you know, they could do that. I bet and they that's do. Got a yeah. great, I bet they do. And that's got a great Spidey moment. Yeah. And you know, going back to Spidey being the Colonel, Spidey being the guy that goes, you know, once again, great power, great. You know, I don't mm. know if it's great power against this guy. Yeah. But I still got to be responsible. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that suits this Spider-Man, too, because he is very much like this gung-ho kid yeah. who's also still a kid. Oh, I yeah, love that. I love that. I, yeah. I, love, I, I think he's a great point for it. He really feels like Peter, yeah. you know, trying to do the right thing no matter what and mm-hmm. being polite. I still love that. No, no, I can do it. I can do it. Come on. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. kid you now. No, I... Oh, You're no, done. He's right. <laughs> I'm just going to lay here on the ground and suck air. <laughs> Uh, well, thanks again, Michael. Really, yeah, we thank you. Really I promise you to show up this time now. Oh, no, <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> we're actually going to demand that you speak one more time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> get ready. you got to learn this because okay. this is a cue we do at the end of every episode. All right. Yeah. So, all right. Kick it off. My name is Garrett Smith, and I like to movie movie. My name is Dan Scully, and I like to movie movie. My name is Michael Yates, and I like to movie movie. <laughs> we all know that you like to movie movie because we like to movie.